Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Ah, uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Happy Monday to you. Welcome to Monday night in the hideout, hour one, an entire weekend of stuff to talk about with you. I know you're already lighting up the phones. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you get a hold of us in the hideout. That's how you be somebody. Use those numbers. Uh, J-Dubs, uh, I am here. You are here. Also, two with us, Chunks Corolla, our executive producer, Tommy Bateman, our director on the Talk and Roll Controls, Matt Albert, uh, Third Mike and Ryder, C Lane, the unpaid producer, and our new, our, not new intern, but our intern, uh, Jack Napier. Napier is here tonight. Napier also around as well this evening. And uh, let's see, Monday night, man, there's so much to get to. We have, we could we could do the next four hours of audio alone. Oh, yeah, definitely. We have a lot of audio to get to, uh, and just a lot of, it, it was an odd weekend for uh, news. There's a lot of weird stuff going on out there. Yeah, fact, so odd. Let me start with this, J-Dubs. I'm just going to kind of run down the front page of Yahoo. Okay. Westerners flee Lebanon as fighting continues. The, the, the fact that they haven't fled yet surprises me. Why would you uh, stick around there? You know that's like the hotbed right now. Yet somehow the U.S. is cool to immediate ceasefire in the Middle East. <laughs> Eight, at least 86 dead after Indonesia tsunami. Another tsunami? Japan uh, completes Iraq troop withdrawal. Taliban takes control of two Afghan towns. <laughs> Uh, oh, and uh, mystery writer Mickey Spillane dies at 88. How is that up on the front page? I don't know. Not sure who that Beat is. Beat it, loser. I'm sure a lot of people are a big fan. Now, here's the thing, just really quickly. I don't want to sound like an alarmist, but the end days are here. Search no further. You have found them, my friends. Wh- You're an alarmist. Welcome. To the apocalypse. Uh, just take a look around. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, we got... The, the big thing they always said was, it's going to go down in the Middle East. Uh, it, it's fighting for the Holy Land. That's what they've always said. It's all going down in the Middle East. When they are at each other's throats, that's when it all begins. Well, and it's, just it's like, been beginning forever. I know. but And just like the flexing of muscles, you know, where... The flexium nukes is the is the problem. Exactly. Literally laying it out on the table. I can't. I don't understand why we just can't go back to uh, you know before there were nuclear weapons and all this kind of stuff. And I, I would even say take it back before there are guns and everybody just fights it out with whatever they have in hand. 
Or how about just with cool, hands? Cool, I got a gun. No, that's not. How about just with, uh, just, I don't know, man. You look at this. And then you go to the... I say each of them takes their, uh, their book of faith and hit each other with it. You know, and then we'll see who wins. What's heavier, the Koran or the Bible or whatever? Just go by ounces? Yeah, and just uh, everybody's just hitting each other over the heads with them. And then we'll see what religion's better. Was this the leader of Israel? Someone was telling me uh, somebody's prime minister gave a speech that was scary. I guess my chick watched it while I was taking a nap. I'll, I'll tell you what, anybody who uh, watches any of those speeches, that, that whole language over there is scary. Right, Nothing he, sounds good. I think he was speaking English, though, the Israeli Whatever. Prime Minister. Our answer will be war at full strength. Always with sounds all, like they're hocking loogies. With all determination. It's <laughs> true. That is actually true. <laughs> but, yeah. It sounds like me in the bedroom. Jeez. But, I mean, when you stop and you look where it's like, all right, if you attack Syria, then you're going to be done. It's going to be over. We're just going to drop bombs, and it'll it. all be over. Do you, it, please. I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm this, ready for all bombs you flying out of the air to rain fire. I don't know, man. I don't know what we do now. But it's the it's then you look at the record temperatures. Okay, 1996, 1990, or uh, actually no, this year. I'm sorry, this year, 2006, mm-hmm. the hottest year on record. You're being alarmist. Because he said the word right there, on record. We did not have records way back when. Yes, we did. We can go back and we can tell how hot things have been. What, with your science? My friends, the apocalypse is here. I'm waiting for the locusts and the horsemen dudes. When are they coming around? Because you know it's happening. Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard. Who? Four horsemen. Oh, that's right. Ric Flair. Who was the fourth? Uh, I'm drawing. Wasn't another uh, Anderson? Yes. Yeah, it was Ole Anderson. Yeah, Ole Anderson. And then later Lex Luger and um. Oh, so what? God. Who cares? The world's ending. Woo! JJ Dillon might care. <laughs> 7.7 magnitude earthquake that triggers the tsunami. Oh, I'm sorry. 104 dead. Heat wave broils much of the United States. Hey, We're being... should, we, should we do a uh, radio contest for 104? You know. <laughs> 104 dead. <laughs> Call in and win. Caller 7 right now. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless I'm phone. I'm not giving a prize for 104 Indonesians dead in the tsunami. Hey, I, hey we're, I'm just working in the uh, the frequency number. Am I? <laughs> 104. <laughs> Sorry, man. You're Wait, 100. Where was this tsunami again? Indonesia. I know I'm going to buy my land now. It's going to be cheap. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, it's all coming down. It has begun. You're not worried, though, are you? I, I'm actually relieved. It's been way too tense. This, how does this make you feel better? We're in the end days. We're not going to have any. We're not going to be able to ride in our cars. You've seen it coming for so long, dude. Do you know? Here's how it's all going to break down. So Israel will attack Syria. Then Iran will attack Israel. Then we'll attack Iran. And just for fun, North Korea will hop on and attack us. Just for feeling left out. Just because they weren't the the kid picked. Exactly. They're the ones going to be throwing water on the court. (laughs) Fat kid. (laughs) Spilling over the jug because they want in on the fun. 
Hold on, half a. Hey, caller seven. No. Hey, you're uh, you're the big winner. Uh, you get to pick your uh, prize from the hideout for uh, the 104 dead. No. All right, hold yeah. on the line. No, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? This isn't a time to celebrate. I'm not celebrating. It's the apocalypse. You don't give out a prize because 104 poor people it, died in Indonesia. I, no, I'm just giving it out because it's the frequency. It's all about tie-ins, my friend. All right, the uh, the guy, I don't even know how to say his name, but I think he's the leader of uh, Iran. Mm-hmm. Israel acting like Hitler. <laughs> That's an actual headline from a news report. Oh, boy. Asphalt uh, Surfer, sorry, you're color eight. I'm sorry. Oh, come on. We're not going to go through. Sorry, caller eight. Sorry, caller nine. See, Lane, hurry up on the phones. We got callers to get to. Did we really give out a prize to Some caller seven? Really upset that they're not winning. <laughs> How heartless are you? Oh, yeah, that's horrible. We are here in the end times, and that's all you can think about. Did you Did you say end times? No. End. Oh. We had that discussion Friday night. End. Times. Just because we're in the end times doesn't mean we can't give out a fabulous prize. All right, now let me ask you something really quickly. So we got uh, World War Three, which has started. We've got uh, record heat waves. All right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the past. Yeah, sorry, dude. You're color 11. Sorry. Dude. <laughs> trying to do a show. It's okay. Apocalypse. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> let me ask you. I guess today is the 10th anniversary of flight TWA uh, mm-hmm. 800. Do you think that that is a conspiracy? That it was not brought down by a spark in the fuel tank, which I don't even know how that is possible. I don't know why you would have anything running near the fuel tank that would cause a spark. Mm-hmm. And if so, that would be the first in the history of airplanes. Or do you think it's more likely that the 100-plus witnesses who saw something streaking toward the plane, that that plane was shot out of the air. Exactly. It, it, there are so many witnesses to that. I completely, and I usually don't buy into the conspiracy thing. Uh, I'm usually a little bit more uh, stand away from that, but I definitely agree that that thing was shot down. There's enough people out there saying it. Don't you know, too, wasn't there a time period before 9-11, mm-hmm. but I don't know, for five or six years, where planes would just be falling out of the sky? Do you remember the one, it was in Egypt Air, and they were headed somewhere. It was leaving New York, I think. And the guy, the pilot, was actually saying "All praises be to Allah" as it was flying into the water. They said it was a suicide. I think. I think it was out of Boston and Logan. Yeah, and th- not a whole lot made of that one. Not even a whole lot brought up after 9/11. Taking a look back, then there was another real weird one off the coast of California, where it was doing all sorts of crazy maneuvers and then went straight into the water. And then, of course, the real big one that we still have yet to find anything out about, and like people don't even, you know, talk about it existing, was the uh, the airplane crash four days after, like four or five days after 9/11. Oh yeah, yeah. In, in New York. Yeah. Rockaway Beach. Didn't they say a bird? No. Or... They said something about it got caught up in the turbulence from the previous plane which took off. Didn't the tail fall off? It was some crazy like that. But no, it's, uh, it's a few days after 9-11. There's no real need to investigate. Talk about being overshadowed. Oh, and uh, also, was uh, Oceanic Flight 815? Oh, yeah, that was a big one. What happened to those people? Yeah, like, ripped apart. Never found like, them. Like, the tail, I, I, I allegedly, like, went to some island. Allegedly. 
some island, and then like the uh, the fuselage was on the other part of the island. But no one knows if that's true or not yet, though. Well, there's video of it. That was from a magnetic disturbance because someone didn't push the button. You don't know that. On a television show. These other ones are real. Uh -huh. You're talking TV. You're talking Lost. Well, I'll tell you what. The real ones are just as odd as the 815. Yes. Uh, really. When you have this thing, people see missiles flying and up at the TWA Flight 800. Haven't there been, like, uh, exercise practices where actually planes do go up and, like, uh, you know, kind of target in on flights that are just, you know, like uh, commercial flights? I've never heard of that. I think I've heard of that before where they will do that just as uh, tests. Let me ask you, what's the biggest thing, and don't answer now, 407-916-1041, what's the biggest single conspiracy that's sitting out there right now? What's the biggest one other than this? This TWA looks fishy to me, mm -hmm. but there's got to be a couple other just really odd conspiracies um, that just, you know, still, will we ever really know? It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Back in the Hideout, Hour 1, live on a Monday night. Dude. Well, go ahead. 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. So much audio. I'm going through here downloading all of it right now out of my nice. email that we're going to play for you later on. Very good. Oh, uh, fans of Last Comic Standing, I talked to uh, one of the ladies recently kicked off. They go live tomorrow night on Last Comic Standing. But uh, good little fun interview with Kristen Key uh, from Last Comic Standing. We'll play that one for you in a little bit. Also, i got to tell you about the ultimate... Just real ass thing that I did over the weekend. Uh huh. Um, involving a death. And I'll say no more. I'll just kind of leave it there. It's kind of heartless. But anyway, back to your phone calls about conspiracies and other things, J Dubs. Right, I'm going to go through three real quick. So when I take a call, I want you just to throw it out there because they're all related. All right? All righty. All right, let's go to EJ from the U. EJ. Yeah, I want, I want to know why the biggest dude in a callback to Friday. Matt Albert's still on the hideout. That's uh, Conspiracy 1. Bobby Hill in the 420. <laughs> how cute. Uh, actually, my conspiracy is how exactly has Ponch lasted this long in the radio industry? And Anti-Matt in the 407. Hello? What's your... Uh, hold on. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Hold on. Anti-Matt in the 407. How in the blue hell is Drew Garabo still in radio? <laughs> All right, so those are the first three. Why am I lumped into with those <laughs> those two dash uh, douchebags? What the hell? How do I end up in the uh, Matt Albert Garabo sandwich? Damn it. Yuck. The radio hat trick right there. No kidding. All right, uh, let's go with some real ones now. Real are you cool with that? Yeah, real conspiracies. Yep. Chris in the 407. What do you got, Chris? Chris. Yeah, we lost... Uh... Two major like celebrities in almost the same year, like Payne Stewart, and then we lost uh, J.F. Kennedy. All right, do you think, you know, now that I think about it, a lot of it has to do with planes. And are there any conspiracies, really, when it comes down to it, like as far as the Payne Stewart and J.F.K. Jr.? Mm -hmm. You just got to think about that Kennedy family and how awful, you know, the whole curse thing. But they party while they have it. You know, they know it's not going to last long, so they're always getting drunk. you got to roll through and try to get as much out of it as you can. Exactly. And uh, the whole thing with celebrities, there's always that celebrities dying in threes. You know? 
Right. Where, like, if a big one dies, you have to look for, you know, two more within that week. Um, but I'm talking about with this, you know, TWA Flight 800. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like we'll never know the truth, especially because our government doesn't really seem to even be trying. And, you know, I'm a big fan of Bill Clinton, but that happened during his time. And I don't know if it's a thing of, hey, we can't handle it, and, hey, this will really hurt the, the plane, you know, the uh, the air industry and all that kind of stuff. But now, after 9-11, hey, how about giving us a little truth? Yeah, uh, just, a, just a tad bit to help us get through and uh, figure it all out. Rick in the 407. Ah, uh, yes, uh, another conspiracy that, you know, has been going around is the government put crack rock cocaine in black neighborhoods to keep them down. All right, that one's true, though. That's a real weird thing. How, how is that one true? FBI. I've never seen proof of it. I saw it before in a Spike Lee movie. Ah, I thought it was CIA. You're Whatever. Right. The CIA handles that. Yeah. They're in charge. That's what the C's for, crack. Gay man in the 407. Hey, gay man. No, 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 it's J-Man, not gay man. Oh, no, 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 it's gay man. Go ahead, go no, no, ahead. No, I'm straight, bro. Anyway, well, okay, my, my conspiracy is the uh, um, whole New York, in New York City, what? remember when, wait, wait, remember in New York City when those oil wells? Yeah. Oh, when the oil wells were caught on fire? No, what are you talking about? In there were oil wells in New York City, outside of the port, that were caught on fire huh. a few years ago. Right after 9-11? Was it really? Well, it, was, it wasn't right after 9-11, but there, it, I can't remember the exact date, but there were oil wells that... Call us back when you do. No, hey, appreciate that. Someone looked that one up for me. Yeah, we uh, we need more information on that. I wish you'd just stuck with the gay man thing. Mm-hmm. He would have had more credibility <laughs> with us, ironically. Mo. Matt in the 321. Go ahead, Matt. Oh, it's Pat in Melbourne. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, okay, Pat. Job right. God, geez. Go ahead. Anyways, um, how about uh, Roswell, New Mexico? That one's been around for right. decades. Now, the Roswell is probably... here. Roswell has to rank right up there as far as conspiracies go. Yeah, of all alien time. Plane. How come they can't just tell us that they're aliens? What if there isn't? What if they've been telling us the truth the whole time? No, there are aliens. It's stupid to think there aren't oh, aliens. I, oh, I do think there's aliens, but I'm not too sure if they've uh, come here. Too many people have said, Ros- why Roswell, New Mexico, of all places on Earth? It's a hole. I've been there. There's nothing other than the aliens. Why would, they, why would they go there, then? Because they're bad aliens. For some reason, they insist, if I hear... Uh, he's not paying attention. Good. Um... But they insist the desert for some reason. I don't know what it is. Is it more of, hey, that's uh, kind of a... Less uh, populated? Less populated. The surface is more, you know... I uh, think it's easier to land in the desert. Probably right. That's why they wanted to take Conair down in there instead of going all the way to Las Vegas. 407-916-1041. Damn it, you guys listening. I was trying to contact someone. This is our buddy UFO Phil. Is he even our buddy anymore? Yes. Okay. He's had some problems with aliens. UFOPhil.com. I got another conspiracy I heard about somewhere. Nobody knows if it's true. But actually, surprisingly enough, it was another Oceanic Flight 343. And I heard these terrorists took it over, right? And that, like, they had to get in this stealth bomber to go underneath the plane. And they uh, they tried getting the commandos, like, up in the plane, but it broke away, like, halfway before they could finish it, and, like, a lot of them died, but they did get two of them up there. And, uh, like, one of the hot uh, 
stewardesses took uh, uh, landed the plane. That was Halle Berry in executive decision. Another oceanic flight. Yeah. Uh, also incorrect, like the one you qu- quoted previous. Lost, the TV show. Damn. Yeah, Maybe you want HBO. HBO isn't CNN. I have a conspiracy theory. How is it I was turning his mic down the entire time and he was still <laughs> going way past red? Four seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. I think the TKS mo filter is broke. We gotta get that fixed. <laughs> it was amazing. I kept turning it down, and he just got louder and louder. <laughs> just barreling through. Maybe because his shorts are so high on his thighs. <laughs> And it's raising. His... Chunks has John Stockton shorts on today. Yeah, I, I I took a look at him sitting next to me in the office, and they were so they were riding up so high that I could just see the whites in his legs. And I made him turn around and show Hefe. Uh, I think I saw one of his boys. Yeah, it was it was that high. It's like your grandpa when he's just hanging out, and you're like, hey, you want to stuff that back? They're gentleman shorts. Shut up. You are not the gentleman, sir. Jojo in the eight thirteen. Gentlemen, <laughs> I guess. Ironically, most coherent call of the night. Axel, Axel in the seven seventy four. It's a Monday night. It's all right. Hello. Go, Axel. Yeah, um, I just wanted to call about the nine eleven conspiracy. Yeah, the nine eleven with the loose change nine eleven boys. That's uh, here's the problem with conspiracies. When you stop and think, no matter how much proof or evidence or logic. That would ever make sense, mm-hmm. it will all, it'll never be anything more than a conspiracy. Yeah, and unless the actual government comes out and like acknowledges it, it's not going to be considered real. Yeah, because there are a couple of major ones out there that it, it couldn't be those, which, by the way, haven't been mentioned yet. And, you know, but no matter what, because the government has the final say, it's uh, that's the final word. Mm-hmm. Father Harmony in the 407. Yeah, there's a uh, big cover-up in Texas. Uh, nobody's ever mentioned it. Uh, actually, it was in the news a few years ago, but it was hush-hush, and it's known as the Marfa Lights. There's a uh, alien landing area in the mountains in West Texas. South of Midland, that's right. Yeah, Marfa. Marfa, mm-hmm. Texas. No, I've actually, I know that one, J-Dubs. Yeah? It's very well known. I've right, never heard well of known, it. but it's... It's very well covered up, also. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, because uh, I've never even heard of that one. What's the story with it? Do you know, like the, the, there was abductions going on there, or just landings? It was. A, I guess the big thing was it was just an easy place for landing. Ah. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it was really creepy though. They'd always want to. Th- I I went out there at one point. I forgot what. Uh, they just do something. I forget what it was. We like camped out there. And you weren't freaked out because I would, I would figure you to be the one oh, that would dude, be freaked out to I, do it. I was so beyond free. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, seriously. Thief in the 321. Thief. What's up, thief? Hey guys. Yo. Hey, how about the conspiracy theory on Jimmy Hoffa? Okay, didn't they just find his body? Or they? No, no. They, they, it was it was a dead end. All right. It was. Oh, come on. Uh, uh, in, in Michigan, right? Being buried in Giant Stadium, you know, that old thing. Yeah, they really thought that they had found that they were going to find his body in Michigan at the bottom of some farm, right? Like or, Chelsea, Michigan or something like that. And then it turns out, no, nothing. Mm-mm. Is that really a conspiracy or is he just, he's dead? Because what's the conspiracy with well, that? He, the conspiracy they, would be that he's still alive. There's one Tupac. 
that Tupac's actually still alive. Tupac, yeah, and uh, Elvis was a big one forever, but now no one goes cares. back to that one. Yeah, or cares. Right. Joe in the 407. Joey. Go ahead, Joe. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, buddy. Hey, what about uh, JFK and the uh, the second shooter? All right, give him a prize, because that's the one I was actually thinking about. Good stuff. Thanks, um, Hold on, buddy. Go! Here's, here's the thing about the um, JFK one. Mm-hmm. There just seems to be so much evidence against Oswald being able to pull it off. Yeah. Okay, that's the first of them. And, and secondly, like physics, that also, too, shows that there had to be a second person. And him being gunned down so he doesn't blab kind of type thing, really. What was that about? Well, he was just being, a coincidence. He was being brought to court, right? And yeah. uh, someone just pops up in front of him and starts shooting him. Oh, I'm sorry, Ru or whatever his name was. I'm sorry, okay. Ruby or Jack? yeah, Jack Ruby. Jack Ruby, damn it! You're off my team on. The no, I never will be. Pop culture game. You need a movie guy. Um, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. I did finally see that show, and I want to play a little bit of it with you. Uh, World Series of Pop Culture. It's on my top twenty list. Uh, I thought that was World Series of Poker. No. As was the uh, other show you watched this weekend. It's always sunny Philadelphia. Great yeah. Show. Oh, I forgot about that. I got to write that one down. Mark in the 727. What's up, Mark? Hey, moon landings. I got people that didn't believe that the man landed on the moon. I still don't, brother. <laughs> why not? Uh, why haven't we been back? We have, haven't we? It's Wait. such a big deal just to get into orbit right now. I can't believe that we haven't gone back. Why would we? There was nothing there. We found out. Nothing. What, the moon? Yeah. It's dust. What, chunk? I got another conspiracy theory for you. This was good. All right. All right. There is this New York taxi driver, right? And he used to come up with these crazy scenarios, stuff that never happened. And he'd, like, blog them online. And then one day, one of these theories came true. And these guys that, that the theory was about tried to kill him. And he didn't trust anyone except one woman that he loved, but he did not know. Wasn't that Mel Gibson? As conspiracy, conspiracy theory. Julia Roberts. Oh. Mm-hmm. And that was sleeping with the enemy. I would appreciate it if you'd watch CNN and not Cinemax. That's not that's not a real one then either. Mm-mm. Nobody loves Raymond in the 407. <laughs> what do you got? Hideout name of the night. Go ahead. Hey, uh, my, my question is about, uh, there's a book called A Pale White Horse. I had a buddy that read it. I never read it, unfortunately. But uh, there was something about an FBI agent, uh, some kind of department head, that retired, wrote this book about conspiracies, and miraculously he uh, he just disappeared years after he wrote the book. All right, now I need more info on this because I yeah. believe it. Pale white horses. That's what I like to call you while I'm riding you. Mm-hmm. That's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Back in the Hideout. Hope everybody had a good weekend. It's uh, Monday night with... Uh, your best friends, Hefe and Dubs. Yes. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 in Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. I was raving about that show, Weeds. Yeah. That's actually uh, Heretic turned us on, too. And I want to hurry up and finish the season so I can give it to you, Dubs, because I really think you'll like it. And there are other shows that I want to comment on that I saw this weekend, too. We'll do that in a bit, though. Entourage. Um, World Series of Poker, uh, no, I'm sorry, World Series of Pop Culture. Yes. And the other one is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Which I have on tape at home, and I'm thinking I'm going to watch tonight. So it's a, oh, I want to talk heretic basketball, too. But let's also we'll wrap up the conversation on conspiracy theories, J-Dubs. Yeah. K-Mike says, 
What about the conspiracy of the Super Bowls of uh, the Steelers winning the Super Bowl? Yeah, that was huge. And then also, uh, I'm a big proponent of the NBA not wanting Mark Cuban to win a championship. That's why you couldn't breathe on Dwayne Wade without a foul being called. I think that that has to go a few more times for it to be legit. Oh, you know? please, like, we'll get back. <laughs> it's over. Dan in 386, he's got another Super Bowl one. Go ahead, Dan. Super Bowl, Super Bowl three was fixed. How, how was that? Uh, the Jets played the Colts. The Colts were three touchdown favorites. Rose of the uh, NFL and the AFL had just merged. They yep. had to justify the New York market. Was that Namath? Yep, Namath and they, uh, the first AFL victory. Yep, and also, too, basically, Shula was the coach of the Colts. He got a sweetheart deal to go to Miami and was the least penalized team in the NFL for the next 13 years. Holy Christ, I'd never heard that one before. Wow, I didn't know that there was a whole conspiracy behind that one. Thank you. I, no problem. I buy it. I thought he meant WrestleMania 3 was fixed with Hogan and the Giant. <laughs> I'm in on that one. There's the Safa throws out the hideout documentary filmmaker. When's he come in and really push his movie? I want him to come in and push the, not our documentary, but the other one he's got. Keep um, asking him. He said he might be in tomorrow. Okay, cool. Andy Kaufman and his death was a bit mm-hmm. of a conspiracy at the time. To that crap movie <laughs> with Jim Carrey. And it was a crap movie. All right, I got another one for you. This one really happened. All right, there was this guy whose wife died, all right? And it happened, his friend worked uh, for um, an airline company, Atlantic International, and he was on uh, Atlantic International Flight 163 flying to L.A. so they could swear him in as chief of security mm-hmm. for, the, uh, for the airline. And he went into the bathroom to, you know, relieve himself. And when he got out, there was this guy who had already, tried, like, attempted to uh, terrorize, like, five planes before he was in, in custody, and he broke out of custody because his boys were on the plane, and uh, they were trying to take it over. But this one guy, uh, who they didn't know that he was supposed to even be on the plane because okay. he went incognito, had to stop them. Did he say, always bet I'm black? Well, yeah, actually, that was one of the quotes from the, the news story. What was the news story? His passenger 57. <laughs> Did he look like Wesley Snipes? Oh, was he real dark? Oh, damn. I mean, real dark, yeah. Looked like he could have played center field for the Indians. Yes. Also looked like he was in Blade. Shut up. Have a Gumby cut. (laughs) (laughs) DJ in the 407. (laughs) What's up, up, guys? Hey, man. Hey, man, I have actually uh, two of them. Uh, One is uh, the Bigfoot conspiracy, and the other one is uh, Area 51. Yeah, we talked about Area uh, 51. Roswell. Um, but that's all right. Now, the book Bigfoot hadn't been brought up. Now, with Bigfoot, you can also tie in the uh, Loch Ness Monster. What's the big story with Bigfoot? Well, the Bigfoot deal is basically they're saying that they're finding new evidence all the time, that there actually is something out there that's you know as close to a giant ape as mm-hmm. they can figure out. But, you know, other than that, they have other people, obviously, who've done the hoax. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of people who go out there and say, yeah, we pulled the hoax and everything to pull people in and... Uh, Try to generate some government. money. Exactly. Just like crop circle mm. thing as well. Oh, the crop circles I didn't even think about. That's Another a good one, one, too. Yeah. Um, this is for the World Series of Pop Culture, the Chupacabra. <laughs> there you go. Or the Jersey Devil. Right. Um, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I love Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster. Those are two things that anytime I see anything on either of them, I watch it. Both fake. Uh, Nessie, I don't know what. Uh, I think Nessie's real. No, it's she's fake. Chessie is real, the one in the Chesapeake Bay, though. Uh, what's the uh, what's the Lake Champlain one? Champ. Champ, yep. Huh? 
There's a bunch of Loch Ness-type monster myths all around the United States. Here's the thing that, honestly, we don't know anything about any of the water around. I've always said if aliens are probably here now hiding in our oceans and our lakes. But here's the problem with, like, Loch Ness and, uh, like, uh, Champ and all these different things. They're in pretty small lakes where it's easy to kind of find out. You don't know how deep it is? But uh, a, a lot of times we'll have... Uh, prehistoric type fish wash up that that haven't been really decomposed a whole lot, so they've just died and they they wash up all the time. Things that we think has been extinct forever. All right, Bong Swat says, speaking of conspiracies and Bigfoot, Matt Albert's long lost father is Bigfoot. <laughs> Seems almost racist. The only picture of him is him walking in the woods, looking over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. I thought that was who tricked and turned. I was an idiot. Which, by the way, uh, maybe they're related. The Don says. Area 51 equal uh, Hooch's nether region. Right. Her waistline's a 13-year-old. Aw. Hate her. Mr. Bookman in the 407. F.A. Dubs, how's it going tonight? Yep. Hey, brother. Now, listen, I'm, I'm using a fake name because I'm taking my life in my hands even mentioning this on the air. But, That's uh, what we do in the hideout every night. The Illuminati. The Illuminati. You guys heard of them? No. And that, the secret the secret cabal that rules the world from behind the scenes. That's not in the Da Vinci Code? No, no, no. That's Opus book, Day. Dan Brown's book before the Da Vinci Code was about the Illuminati, but a, a better book about the Illuminati is uh, the Illuminati Trilogy. Pretty much every conspiracy theory you guys uh, mentioned tonight gets tied into the Illuminati uh, in the Illuminati Trilogy. All right, tell me about these Even people. the one about Jews and gravity? <laughs> I hope not the one about Jews and gravity and loose change. What's the, uh, I didn't say it, by the way, originally. What's the Illuminati? What is the this? Illum- the Illuminati, basically, uh, you know, just a se- secret society that's, that's been there. You know, uh, you know, people say from from the 1400s, and then other people say from from the beginning of recorded history, they've mm-hmm. been behind the scenes, controlling everything, and and pretty much directing mankind's history to their own ends. I think that also has a lot to do with skull and bones, doesn't it? The secret societies that go on that all our presidents have been in there. Not all of them, but a lot of them have been in that group, and it, that that's really odd to me that. Um, even after uh, they get out and they become president, if someone asks them about the skull and bones, <laughs> hey, I can't talk about that. I've sworn to secrecy. Uh, some stupid club. I want to be part of one of those clubs. we got to do that here in the hideout. Let's just start running things. Can't tell you. I wonder who's behind that. I think it's the hideout. What do we? Let's just be like Al Qaeda and just take uh, responsibility for different things. We're in charge of getting drunk in Altamont Springs on Friday nights. It's <laughs> all we're good at doing. That and Heretic basketball. We got some players, man. I'm very excited about this little thing I've started. With uh, all the Heretics getting together on Saturday afternoons, it was a hit. Good turnout. Oh boy, fun time. Yeah, hot. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, see, I, I didn't wake up till like there are 12.30. Photos, there are photos, actually, of the whole thing on hideoutheretics.net. Why does one look like it's taken of asphalt real close? Because the man <laughs> who came out to take the pictures didn't play basketball, but was the only one to pass out. Really? Yeah. How do you pass out when From you are the one playing? <laughs> I don't know. He's a good guy, though, so I don't want to give him too much hell. I think you're going to have Gatorade today. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, chunks. I got one more uh, conspiracy theory. All right, let's wrap it up here. This one's true because they showed it to me in class uh, at a movie one day when we had a substitute in. And so there was this uh, uh, aircraft carrier, I think, what, USS Montana. That's okay. what it was. And it sank. And, uh, you know, they didn't know if it was the Soviets and that. So they send this SEAL team 
to go check it out, right? But the problem is there's a hurricane mounting, so they got to do this quickly. So they go into the water, and they get stuck there, and then mm. these aliens come and see them, and they find the workers, and the workers are like, holy crap, these guys are really advanced. These are smart beings. So, I mean, it was like the first sign of intelligent life, man. You guys didn't hear that one? I can't believe your substitute showed you the abyss. What? I said it was a uh, documentary. That's another movie. Damn. Big Ed Harris fan, apparently. Stupid George Mason. <laughs> it's the hideout. <laughs> it substitutes in college. It's the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Name the artist. Tequilo. Tequilo. Back in the hideout, wrapping up hour one on a Monday night. Fast start. We were talking conspiracies. Dubs, what's some of this audio you have? There's one that you say is kind of long, but it's good. I got one more. What, conspiracy? Yeah, I do. And this one's like a legitimate one. Now, it's kind of zany, but aren't they all? All right. There's these, uh, these airplane pilots, right? And they get a little sick. Like they, and then there are these, uh, this, uh, this ex, ex fighter pilot has to conquer his fear of flying mm-hmm. and fly a plane. And there's this crazy doctor on board, and like they get this big black dude, and then his name was Shirley, and he's like, hey, no. Watch the language, big black dude. That's not yeah, cool. There's like this big tall. That's the movie airplane. Why, why, did they did they ask for? Uh, did was it whoever had fish yeah. got sick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was uh, yeah, that was airplane. Ted Stryker. Yes, Ted Stryker. Was this is not, not did he have real. did he have a drinking problem where whenever he tried to drink he'd pour water all over? Him yes, him. absolutely. Hmm. Yeah, airplane. That, was it? I I thought I could have saw something in the History Channel. Roger Victor and over. Or maybe it was Bravo. Dubs, what audio do you have? Um, well, we have one that, as I said earlier, that was uh, that's kind of long, but it's definitely worth it. Uh, Matt sent it over to me. It's of a lady calling back a telemarketer and reaming him out for a a good uh, long time, just yelling at him. She even compares what he does to rape. All right, that's kind of like you. (laughs) Yeah. Repeat after me. I emotionally rape my customers. But I didn't say what you do is like rape. Emotional rape (laughs) is not uh, forcibly... Sexualizing someone. I can't I emotionally rape my customers. That's one of the uh, the chunks of audio we have. The other is I have uh, old smoking ads for uh, TV smoking ads from. Uh, for some reason, I thought you said smoking yeah, ads. Ads. Nah. I was like, what? What have you been doing over the weekend, brother? Don't worry about that. Smoke a bone. <laughs> You're too quick with us. Okay. Very cool. Um, also, too, I really quickly... Somebody in the building... I don't know if he wants me to talk about it yet, but um, he got a new job. We're very proud, very happy for him. He's a friend of the show. He's been very good to us here in the building. And he goes, hey, I'm looking. I know you guys know a lot of people in the in the industry. I'm looking for a really good producer. And then he contradicts himself by saying someone like Chunks. <laughs> this is when I came in earlier to do my last comic standing interview, which we'll play back for you in a little bit. So he needs a really good producer who re- wears really really short shorts. Yeah. <laughs> this guy gay. And also too, he um. 
He's like, yeah, you know, some are just like chunks. <laughs> and then he started listing off things that just aren't even chunks. Like he's like, I you saw know, the Rolodex. Yeah, chunks has exactly. Nothing. Uh, you know the you know the real thick Rolodex, which means essentially can be can book guests and mm-hmm. get guests for the show. I have Kenny Mayne's cell phone number. <laughs> oh, that's right. You got me, uh, David Stern, Commissioner of the NBA, National Bad Gammon Association. I didn't want to brag, but yes, he's in there as well. I have his email address too. Both of them. So anyway, I just thought that was funny, but maybe we should we should keep an ear out for some of our uh, radio buddies. Yeah, definitely. This is actually a really good gig with a really good guy, so I think it could work. Well, how about we just give him chunks, <laughs> and we get one of the really good guys that we know. Yeah, <laughs> then we can bring down Sid, like we've always wanted to. Sid Kata, or even by Curious BJ. No, as a producer. <laughs> um, I'm gonna crush with you for a little bit. Do you mind? Oh, gee, I heard yes, that. I do. Um, Dubs, I guess young women are having children as a career move. Extensive study published today reveals that girls as young as 13 are making a career choice, quote-unquote, by deciding to have children, since they see parenting as preferable to work in a dead-end job. So these people are people without futures anyway, and they just rather sit home and watch Maury and take care of the kids. The findings for the trust for a study of adolescents changes the assumption that schoolgirl mothers are all irresponsible adolescents who are ignorant about contraception. No, it doesn't. These are 13-year-old chicks who would rather have a baby than go get a job. No, but they, they at least are planning it instead of, uh, you know, not knowing about the contraception. They're they're making that decision and saying it's a good choice for their life. Even though it's a bad decision, doesn't mean that they weren't thinking about it. Do you think any of us right now are mature enough to have a kid? No. Yeah. Who? Me. You are not. You're not even mature enough to have a cat. That's why you had to leave them back home. My cats loved me. I just didn't feel like I had the funds to take care of them. Here's the thing. I honestly believe that it's going to take a kid to change any of us. You hear that a lot. I think I I would finally become a man instead of the man-child that I am when I have a kid. See, but that's that's the normal thinking that people have. It's going to change me. It's going to change me. I'm going to be a better person. And they end up being a worse person and a worse parent. But that's for everybody. There aren't any guys out there who think that they're ready, are there? Yeah, I would say people, and, and one of the things is, I think the big thing for any of us would have to be financially ready. I think emotionally we can handle it. Even, I don't know if we'd be the best fathers in the world. <laughs> sure we could. But it would get to a point of financial. I'd bring my two-year-old out to Heretic Basketball Saturday afternoon for two and a half hours. Ball fetcher. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Here we go. Let's kick off hour two. It's Monday night, the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Hideoutheretics.net, the unofficial message boards of the show. Mm-hmm. Photos posted from Heretic Basketball, which we'll talk about a little bit later on. Oh, cool. Yeah, Demand did those. Very cool. Uh, good guys. So thank you to him. That's hideoutheretics.net. Uh, J-Dubs, um, a few things I wanted to throw about. Oh, so I got a text message on my cell phone. What did it say? It was an ad. An ad? Like spam, like telemarketing. Oh, let me grab my phone. Yeah, I've never gotten this before. What it is? Uh, you didn't check what it was for, though? 
Yeah, man, I'm pulling it out but, right now. Was it for your phone company? Because I get those every once in a while. No. Hold on, let me see. Let's see here. Go down. Here it is. Attention payday loan customer need extra cash. Get up to $500 a day instant approval. Did you give your phone number? Because if you give, like, where they ask for home and sell, they'll take that sell. Oh, by you... the way, I've never used that service before, though. Hmm. I've never gone to, like, uh, Amscot or anything. Huh. I'm thinking, what the hell? Now who has my phone number and who's, who's it getting out to? Everybody. everybody anybody who uh, wants to sell off your, your info can do it. And I that's why I don't even keep a home phone. Oh, yeah, my, my home phone is just littered with people either calling for other Johnsons, and it, that's an easy one because I have an easy last name to get mistaken, and, like, if uh, someone's looking for a, to get uh, money from someone with the last name Johnson, they're going to call all of them. So I'm like, what is this? What is going on here? And there's nothing you can do, is there? No, I don't think so. Well, and I've got three unknown calls. Hold on a second. Turn off my. I'm sorry, I mean to do this, but now I'm beginning to think: Is this uh, telemarketing? Is it calling you right now? They never leave a message. My last three missed messages are unknown. They never leave a message. Hmm. Wonder what the hell that's all about. When did they call you? Did they call you tonight? Yeah. During the show? Yeah. I can't call them back though because it uh, comes up unknown on the cell phone. Why don't you answer it? I didn't know. I didn't. I missed the calls. Uh. But what was this you found of this tele this chick who goes crazy on the telemarketer? Ah, uh, she uh, calls actually them back, and she starts throwing out the and if you know white trash at all, which I do very well, they always throw the lawyer out their lawyer card out there, even though they don't have one, just to try to make people afraid. But it never works out. So she starts throwing uh, that the, the the cops are tapping this uh, phone line right now and everything, just yelling. At this uh, guy working the telemarketer. Um, all right, here we go, J Dubs. Oh, and here my house has been broken into. I need to talk to your lawyer. I just called my lawyer. What what state are you from, ma'am? It doesn't make any difference. I, you don't get to ask me any questions. I was just abused. I can call you any swear name. I need your first and last name. And believe me, um, you you there are consequences. It was to the point where I actually had a, 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 a an appendix rupture. Mm-hmm. Because of telemarketing calls, like, it doesn't matter what state is illegal. You are arrested. You're here. Her life is right. I need your personal last so, name. So she's claiming that her appendix ruptured because of all the telemarketing calls she's gotten. Oh my god! How, what? How does this happen? Like, what's the bank? Is there any other? They, they don't really give a whole backstory. She gives a little bit that, like, uh, she uh, doesn't have her number listed, and she shouldn't be getting these calls, and it's illegal to call her. Oh, boy. So she starts freaking out even worse. Name? The police are listening. Okay. <laughs> my name's Alex. What's your last name? I don't give my last name. Then let me talk to your supervisor. The oh. police are ready. Okay, I actually am a supervisor here. I can help you. You broke a law. You did a, a felony arrest. You called my number. All right, here's the best thing about this. <laughs> is just the immediate throwing out of... Bull crap. Yeah, yeah, just spitting whatever bull she has in her head. Exactly. Because she thinks it's going to work on this guy. And these people know what they're allowed and not allowed to do. You committed a felony. 
There's no felony there, honey. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I used to be an EMP. People died because my answering machine was full. You don't have to give your last name, Alex. Wait, hold on. She was, a, she was an EMT, so people called her at her house to get saved? I don't understand that. Happens a lot. I don't, I don't know what this lady's doing, what she's up to, like what her angle is. And if you're letting it go all the way to the answering machine, it's not like you're really too worried about the people who are calling in to get saved. Not if I don't want to. You shut up. <laughs> okay, so well, what? Are the police really listening in on this? What? Are the police really? So they want you to get you. You bet. Wait, you can hear it in a minute. You can hear the click. You guys? Shut up. I heard a click. Hold on. Hold on. That was awesome. Hold on a second. You'll be able to hear a click. That was great. So she's trying to convince the guy that the cops are on the other line listening. Oh, that's too good. Hold on a second. What? So they want me to get you. You bet. Wait, you can hear it in a minute. You can hear the click. You guys? I heard a click. <laughs> okay. You call people's houses? And by the way, we fully abide by the do not call list rule. We are all on it. You cannot call anybody in and. I like the taunting. I like the taunting of, oh, we do abide by the do not call list. Just to let you know. Just to let you know. What are you talking about? What you <laughs> <laughs> I need to know, what, what is your tax number? Yeah, and, and, and we, Alex, here's what we do. The organization I'm a part of, uh, I know uh, three people have died, literally. We will find out who all your female relatives are, and they will never, ever be off any list. Do you understand? All right, so now she's, now she's <laughs> threatening to put all of her... Hold on. She has, first of all, said she knows three people who have died for te from telemarketing calls. Literally. <laughs> and now we're going to attack your family like she's some sort of an anti-abortion uh, person. Yeah. Ready to go blow up families. She's Illuminati. <laughs> right. We will find out who, like Alex is. You can call with your female relatives, and then we will go to your teachers. Your taxes will be audited every single year for the rest of your life. It will not even be a smidgen of the pain that oh, you that, cause that by your really telemarketing. Mean. You nasty son of a bitch. You are a murderer. You're a hater. You're a life destroyer. <laughs> if every telemarketer could call every number, there could not be private phone calls. People. People have hernias that rupture. People with appendixes. People cannot call their ambulances. You, you are worse than any terrorist. And we will find out. I will. I will go to my lawyer, the police. I think he walked outside. <laughs> what was that? What, what was the pause for? She's trying to prove to him that there are cops that are listening to this whole thing. And a cop, like any cop or lawyer will allow their client to do this. Uh, Anti-Matt says, do you hear her heavy breathing? Is this Matt Albert's mom? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. We got someone upset. Johnny? Hey, um, guys, uh, I, I called in before. I was calling seven for the 104 dead people, and I, I didn't get my prize. You put me on hold. And I, and I want my prize. What is this? I want my prize. Give it to me. Chunks. Bears. Christ. 
Who was that? Which member of our staff was that? That was Chunks. That was definitely Chunks. <laughs> Can we dump 16 seconds? Is that it's possible? It's too late now. Yeah. Dump a lifetime? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I wish his mom would have. <laughs> so, hi, that Roll Radio 104.1. This is a, t- a chick who has gone crazy on a telemarketer called back threatening his life. I think you watch outside. We will fight out you and your family, and you will, every, you will be on every telemarketing list in the world. That sounds like yes, You will be on every, you will, your phone will never stop ringing. That you will be on, your taxes will be audited, and your children's teachers will know what you have done. Are you sure? You are a life destroyer. You are a terrorist. You are a You are a murderer. You are a life destroyer. You are a nasty human being. You deserve every pain known to man. If we find out your last name, there will be charges brought. Do you understand? Every year for the rest of your life, you and your family's taxes will be audited. That sounds like a threat to me. Yes, this is a threat. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm calling my number. That's blocked. In which case, I'm glad that you're That is a felony. That is a felony. My house has been broken into. <laughs> what is that good thing? It's a legal threat. Alright, so, why, you're right, what is that, I don't understand. She's saying that by him calling her block number, it's just like being broken into. Oh, because uh, it's, it's an good, unwelcome that, call. That's, it's that invasive. How do you speak crazy? <laughs> Where does that come from, Tommy? I don't know, I want to punch this bitch in the face. <sighs> and other places. Can, can you hear just the insaneness in her voice? Oh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing sane about this woman. Uh, sorry, Debs, the cops are talking to me. They want me to get you. Cause they, Wait, the cops I, I need to hear the click first. Click? <laughs> I they, heard a click. I heard a click. Because the cops really sit at people's houses to get telemarketers. <laughs> Stupid bitch. Jesus Christ. I love how she's yeah, It's a threat. It's a legal threat. Compare what you done to us. That we will have your taxes audited. You're a lying, cruel, um, uh, you're, you're a lying, cruel criminal. Okay. And then, you're, and then all of your family will be on every call. Isn't it interesting you consider that a threat? I don't think it really that bother me. I'm already... Okay, they will never ever sleep. Before we, before we got our thinking off, our, our phone rang every 10 or 15 minutes all night. Mm-hmm. And, your, and, and that was just in three states. Now, your family, any of them, if we find, will never, ever, ever, ever be able to have a normal listed phone number. Ever. Okay. Is that okay with you? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, do you have any grandmothers? <laughs> <laughs> She's just trying to get him mad some way. Uh, that didn't work, uh, I guess. Uh, do you have any grandmothers? Hey, that's cool. No, oh, wait a second. Just hearing her voice, I picture her wearing like a sweater with kittens on it and pink sweatpants <laughs> with white Reeboks. Oh, hey, I, I, I see an all-over Tweety shirt. That's what I see. <laughs> Just, just a hooch body. Empty hairspray cans everywhere. Aquanet. Now, see, I see the stretch pants and, like, no bra and, like, a shirt that is kind of a V-neck. She's thicker, you know, like, shaved like a pear. Bedazzled. Almost like it's a like a scrub. Like, scubs. Mm-hmm. So she's got, like, a top of a scrub. <laughs> Some, uh, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Just a closet full of pretty punch. And then she's got her stretch pants and then like rollers in her hair smoking a cigarette. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that's what she would look like. Waiting for the tang to chill. My favorite part is how she uh, she was threatening his children, his children, his children with a lifetime of telemarketing calls. Yes. 
This will be tenfold on your family. <laughs> K. Mike says the best part of the call is you're a murderer and a life destroyer, but we'll get you back. We'll audit your taxes. <laughs> like that's the way that that's what it is. Th- this is all that she fears. Hey, you know, the- and she's trying to throw it at him. Evil Eye says her varicose veins popping out of her legs. Her waving around her other arm, not holding the phone with the tricep fat, almost like slapping her in her third chin. You know, that lady. That's who she is. Oh, man, oh, man. Okay, do you have any grandmother? <laughs> sure. They will never, ever, ever be able to have a normal phone number. That's okay with you? Yeah. You don't care. They get called every five or ten minutes, every 20, uh, 24 hours a day? I already do. <laughs> And you think that's okay? It doesn't bother me, ma'am. Just scroll over there. So then you're an abuser. Okay, so, so, <laughs> you're, so do you ignore it? What do your children do? No, if I hear the pause from the predictive dialer, I would just hang up if I don't feel like that. So you, so you, have to, so you cannot have the, so before, what if you're eating dinner or going to the bathroom? You have to get up or do you take the phone to the table so you hear the pause and hang up? You know, if I wasn't able to get to the phone, I'd just let it ring, and if it's important, they'll... No, so you're... Oh, I thought you were... So your family let the phone ring the whole time? You son of a bitch! <laughs> so you never have conversations, you never listen to music, you never watch movies, you never talk because the phone is ringing all the time? You're lying, you son of a bitch. <laughs> all right, you know what? I don't know, brother, I guess Napier. This is the Jesus Warrior Lady from Trading Spouses. Does anybody remember the Jesus Warrior Lady? Yes. That, I was wondering what she sounded like. And this is exactly what uh, Jesus Warrior sounded like. Oh, well, I know we have that audio somewhere. I'm sure it's buried. We'll have to find it. I'll tell them to go find it. Uh, I think I have an even specific website where it may already all be edited. I'll tell them in the mic. Hold on a second. But this lady, uh, it sounds exactly the same as the Jesus Warrior. Oh, man, good call on that. I think that was Napier. All right, here we go. It's, again, a telemark a chick so pissed off, she has called back the telemarketing uh, people and is trying to threaten them with everything imaginable, calling them everything. And just the guy doesn't care. Mm-hmm. And he's he's now purposely, I think, just egging her on. Yeah, and uh, Mark in the 407, what do you got, Mark? I've been listening to this for the last 13 minutes howling, and, and to the point you brought them up a little earlier, maybe he was goading her, but why didn't Alex just hang up on her? I mean, for God's sake, he's got grounds for a lawsuit. Yeah, I know. The, the funny thing is, he, he just likes to mess with her now. This is dubs. I could see you be like, hey, this is fine with me. Yeah, hey. Just Whatever to, you gotta do, lady. Just to irk her on just a little bit more. Yeah, because you can tell she's teetering on the edge of just pure insanity. All right, here we go. Here's some more for you. For your listening pleasure. So are you saying now, I'm, I'm getting it calmed down. So are you saying that where you live, the phone never stops ringing and that's okay with you? Because that, that is one reason. I- Hold on a sec. Did she say I'm getting a calm down? Yeah, like like the cops are saying, all right, hey, chill out a little bit. <laughs> uh, well, I got to hear that again. Sorry. Son of a bitch, son of a bitch. You're, so are you saying now? I'm, I'm getting it calmed down. So where you live, the phone never stops ringing, and that's okay with you? Because that, that is one reason um, we can have uh, social services go to your home. I social services now. In court someday, ma'am. Are you? All right, hold on. Yeah, I missed his uh, his comeback. Here. Now, hold on. Here's, the, here's another interesting thing about this. So he's screwing with her 
uh, beyond all belief, and she's now screaming about social services. Mm-hmm. She's just going. She's gone. Know. She's gone through every little thing that she thinks that uh, would be terrible to happen to her, and she's trying to force it onto this guy, and it has no real like uh, correlation to what's going on. Right. All right. Be your home. I hope they play this tape in court someday, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> it won't go to court, but it will go to your superior, <laughs> and we certainly are calling um, and asking about any Alex. And if you're laughing, that. There, uh, we have a list here. If you don't know this date, that is odd. I am very blessed. We have a list here of deaths because of calls. Mm-hmm. I okay. Would, I would think you'd have a hard time proving that, but okay. Oh, wait. I'm saying that have already been called. I mean, that have already gone to court. People who have died. People who could not get to ambulances. People who had miscarriages. People who could not dial 911. Uh, people who could not sleep all night because of the calls. In our state, we take him to court, you bet. Mm-hmm. And you're laughing? So you're saying your phone never stops ringing, and your family doesn't care? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, your wife will leave you, believe me. I'm not married. <laughs> but you have, oh, so what was this about the children don't care? What's that? All right, for our Ron and Fez uh, listeners, mm-hmm. Paulo's wife. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought the whole time when I was listening to this. Rod Fez, XM Channel 202, check about. So you're, you're there with your children? You were lying about that? I never said I had children. I said that you have a family. Yeah, and you said yes. Yeah, so I'm scared that the every, phone rings every day. We just don't answer it. Everybody has a family, ma'am. I mean, there's not just the children. So you're but you laughed at me and ridiculed me? I'm not laughing at you, ma'am. Yeah, you said I'd like to hear this played back in court. I'm supposed to say well, you're, I'm actually supposed to. I'm actually supposed to get your last name and call the police. Well, you don't ever call a human being. Well, and so if we had to call and block every number, then we would have to do battery 10 minutes you are sick you are a terrorist okay you are a rapist <laughs> you are a, a rapist that's, you are that's a, a pretty that's you. a pretty harsh accusation i hold on I, I, I thought she said racist no rapist i gotta hear it again my apologies <laughs> she goes deeper into it i thought she said racist too yeah i thought do we need a break oh we're okay we're okay all right you are a terrorist Okay. You are a rapist. Ah. You are a, a rapist. That's, that's a pretty. That's a pretty harsh. Sounds like a Dubs interview. <laughs> <laughs> Just going down your resume here, and I see you're a terrorist, a rapist. Okay. You are a rapist. You are a, a rapist. That's, that's a pretty. That's a pretty harsh accusation. Are you kidding? Are you kidding what you are doing? I have a girlfriend who is gang raped. actually <laughs> moved. <laughs> It's much worse. It's much more of an invasion and more. Per- Hold on. She says much more of an invasion <laughs> than her than friend who gang was raped. gang raped. <laughs> well, I, I think that's when you get a uh, a uh, uh, spam and a call at the same time. They consider that gang rape in yeah. the telemarketing world. But your home and yourself. Kidding? <laughs> what you are doing? I have a girlfriend who was gang raped. <laughs> Who said that her telemarketing calls me actually move? It's much worse. It's much more of an invasion. My chick goes ear rape. <laughs> That's what it is. The commercials we run, ear rape. And more permanent pain, more life destruction, more permanent life destruction, home destruction, life destruction. We cannot win. Yes, are you kidding that you don't compare yourself with rape? 
So many drops for this show in this call. Let's start pulling them now. Eric in 321. Oh, my God. This is hilarious. I never thought the words gang rape, rapist, and miscarriage would be so funny in my entire life. I did. Oh, yeah. I thought it could be. I knew there was potential in those words. From day one. Oh. Oh. I'm going to be wishing this on everybody. I hope you have a miscarriage. I hope you get gang rape. Oh. <laughs> Telemarketer. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Alyssa in the 561. Hi. Um, I used to be a telemarketer for a little while. Well, I hope you have and... a miscarriage. Oh, come on. That's not nice. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Go I'm ahead, Alyssa. Because I couldn't deal with people hating me. Um, <laughs> but you actually get excited that people will actually talk to you. That's probably why the guy stand on the phone. Because you sit in there for like five hours. I'm just getting hung up on all the time. Yeah, I can imagine yeah. that people are just giving you crap or they're real rude for two seconds. So when you have the ability to have a conversation, you're like, hey, this is kind of fun. <laughs> I kind of roll yeah, with like it. Yeah, like when you just get to bullshit around. Oh, oh that, that's all right. <laughs> Thank you, sweetie. That's yeah, all right, though. Uh, fired. But we were talking about, like, if you're sitting in there and you're just, you know, having one, two-second conversations and people mm. just cursing at you and hanging up, you know, someone's going to have a conversation, and they're this entertaining. Yeah, you can't get any more entertaining than that right there. You know what this is, Dubs, really quickly. When you and I were in radio, and we would have our radio freaks call. Uh-huh, and you just like, sit on there, like, through all the songs. Like, Freaker. Uh, by the way, that's the he's the guy who originated the what, what, What's New. What are you it's done? Greatest radio freak of all time. But we would talk to him for an hour and a half. While we were playing music radio, I bet we'd do the same with Captain Spaulding and with Sir Gary. If uh, we weren't on the air, actually live, mm-hmm. we should do it anyway, regardless. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I don't want it. Whatever it is, it's tainted. Whatever it is, you giving me, I give it up to God. I'm a God warrior, and I don't want someone with tainted anything in beliefs doing anything with my family. It's a God Warrior. It's a hideout. Row Radio 104.1-407-916-1041-888-978-1041. This is my house. I want no money. I want nothing. I want my God and I want my family. We were playing the uh, telemarketing call a second ago, J-Dubs, mm-hmm. and someone came up with the thought of, hey, this seems a lot like the God Warrior. Yeah, God Warrior from Trading Spouses. What? Dork salad! 
she's not asked if she believed in God. She's not a Christian. She could be a Jew and believe in it God. It doesn't matter. She, she's tampering in doubt, sadded stuff. Yes, yes, she did. The entire house is dork-sided. <laughs> and then there is, hold on, there's this. Yes, are you kidding that you don't compare yourself with rape? Here in the state, I'm afraid to give the state level. We, and, and when it went to court, it was compared to um, the level of abuse where the person, person is unconscious and permanently damaged. Mm -hmm. It was compared to that level of physical abuse, and that brought it up to a first-class felony. You sick SOB. <laughs> and you're laughing at me? No, that was in our legislature. It is so life-destroying that people cannot function. Talking about telemarketing. <laughs> Comparing it to gang rape. Well, you know. Leprechaun in the 407. <laughs> Leprechaun. Yes. Go. Guys, 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 let me tell you about this bitch. <laughs> okay. I could see how me and a couple friends of mine could shut her up for a little while, but I could only hope she could have a miscarriage later because I ain't paying for those damn kids. All right. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, uh, MF Rule gave us... A link. I guess there's a beat down beat mix with the telemarketer. Oh, really? Yeah. He says it's okay. Okay. It's just kind of got the drop. He's going to pull some of it for us. Cool. Yeah. Hold on a second. Well, your wife will leave you, believe me. <laughs> I'm not married. But you have. Oh, so what was this about the children don't care? What's that? So you're, you're there with your children, you were lying about that? I never said I had children. I said that you have a family. Yeah, and you said yes. I'm not scared that the every, phone rings every day. We just don't answer it. Everybody has a family, ma'am. I mean, there's not just the children. So you're saying you laughed at me and ridiculed me? I'm not laughing at you, ma'am. You said I'd like to hear this played back in court. I'm supposed to say, well, I'm actually supposed to, I'm do you remember that uh, that that uh, video that Tommy found of the the fat lady yelling at the pe the kids skateboarding? Yes, that's exactly the same type of thing too. Uh, the, it's, that's why I said I always I, I and it's always a fat lady. I guess that's why I had that mental image. Yeah. Of the God top. Warrior was a fat lady, wasn't yep. she? Yeah. The stretchy pants, the scrubs, like the fast. top, right? Bookshelf mm. ass. Was that the video where she was yelling at him for filming her? Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, yeah. No, they were filming each other, and she was mad that they were doing illegal photography. Because yeah. I guess there was a building in the background or something? Yeah, and she said they didn't have uh, permission. And she didn't know that she, they were filming her at first. All right, so that's the psychotic t uh, telephone call. Oh, here's one that I would actually uh, like to play for you here in a second. This is another one that uh, Matt Albert found for us. Oh, he just finds the worst quality. Hold on, I'm going to have to clean it up. All right. 407-916-1041. Oh, this is the uh, remix. Photograph. Wait, you're not allowed. You grow up. You're 
telemarketing lady well um we've got sir gary on the line actual sir gary actual sir gary in the hospital it's lord get even general hang out tonight you're actually in the hospital right yeah, now I'm at the health central um uh, hospital right here in winter garden florida ah what happened buddy i had a light heart attack oh man oh, how man. are you doing I did a lot better now they didn't t- treat me real nice here at the hospital i'm sure you know what you sound great so thank you yeah, you, you you sound like a million bucks right now. Yes, Look, sir. You're uh, our own little god warrior. Yes, sir. Do you want to do the news, or you want to wait till you feel better? I, I think I feel, I, wait till I feel better. I'll give you a call. I think the biggest news out there is that Sir Gary had a heart attack. Yeah, but at least you're doing okay, buddy. Yes, sir. Thank the good Lord, I'm doing good. Uh, oh, uh, I'd like for your listeners to remember me in their personal prayers. Oh, absolutely. Do you want to say uh, chunks handle that? Did somebody help you? <laughs> Uh, Were you there? Would somebody help you out, or what happened? Uh, yes, ma'am. My uh, caretaker helped me out. Uh, she called the uh, Winter Garden uh, Emergency. How, what did it feel like? It just felt like uh, something was burning in my chest, and it oh, felt, felt like I was dropped dead. Did oh. you think it may be a love for Jesus? Maybe I have, have a love for Jesus. Hey, how old are you, Sir Gary? I'm um, 58. Oh, that sounds about right. Well, you survived it. That's good news, yes, buddy. But- now, let me ask you, did part of you not want to survive it so you get to heaven sooner? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I just want to be prepared to be Jesus in heaven. Oh, trust you know? me. You'll, you're yeah, you're, there, you're prepared. You're, that's Christ not going to be a problem. All right, my friend. We're probably back to church on West Trey Road in Winter Garden. We're going to let this pastor be holding on the ground Sunday from 12 to 1. And, uh, Make it through, Sunday buddy. Sunday morning, we're at 10.30. The public's invited. All right, my friend. I'm God glad bless you. Have a good evening. You too, buddy. Thanks, sir. Thanks, right, bro. There goes to Gary. Oh. I, I, I bet you I know what brought that on. What's that? Telemarketing call. Mm. Another victim of the telemarketing calls. He had a miscarriage, too. <laughs> you think? Yeah. gang rape in that remake. No, so. which upsets me. Alright, let me play this one real quick. Matt Albert found right, this. Hold on one second. Go ahead. Box office Pirates. Thunders the box office making a record $132 million in its first three days at the box office. The previous three-day record was Aquaman at uh, $120 plus, which, uh, which just beat out uh, the $115 million, which was set by Spider-Man. Alright, did you hear that? Did you Aquaman? make it out? Yes. They're talking about how great Pirates did 
And they go, uh, which just recently be Aquaman. <laughs> so they're counting it as a real movie with which, the, which a legitimate top, open? Which topped Spider-Man. <laughs> it better be someone riding, running a bet. Matt, where'd you find it? I found it on break.com. There's a lot of... Yeah, but I, I, I hope it's a reporter running a bet. You know, just trying to be funny. All right, now that you know what it is, listen a little bit closely because the audio is just horrible. I don't know where Matt finds this stuff. Send the link to us and we'll pull it. Do you right. throw your, uh, your your computer in a fishbowl before you record these things? I have no idea why it doesn't work. Office Pirates plunders the box office, making a record $132 million in its first three days at the box office. The previous three-day record was Aquaman at uh, 120 plus, which, uh, which just beat out uh, the $115 million, which was set by Spider-Man back in May of 2002. Keep going. There's more to it, isn't it? Indicated higher today. You can see it goes to 29.70. Indicated no. 29.85. I that's legit. It was on CNBC. Uh, CNBC. CNBC. That's for real. One more time. Can you play it one more time? That's amazing. Like that's how little the cable news outlets are informed. Yeah, like the, that's how much they pay attention. Plunders the box office, making a record 132 million dollars in its first three days at the box office. The previous three-day record was Aquaman at uh, 1.5 plus, which uh, which just beat out uh, the 115 million, which was set by Spider-Man back in May of 2002. Uh, Disney stock is indicated higher today. You can see it closed at 29.70, indicated 29. Oh my God! It's in the middle of a financial report. So someone probably slipped him this information of, hey, Pirates did better than Aquaman. By the way, Aquaman, not an actual movie, but no, right a now part of Entourage. Yeah, the HBO series Entourage. It's probably one of those things where it was on the fly and someone's like, didn't Aquaman just beat that or something like that? And then and they wrote it down as fact like, hey, I'm going to get in and go with the bosses after this one. Soft in the 713, what do you got? He has some info on this clip. Yeah, I had uh, the day after the guy was on a show. I think it's on MSNBC or something. And they actually had the guy from the blog website that the uh, reporter pulled it from interviewing him. The guy actually thought it was real and when he read the uh, news article. Okay, so it seemed like the guy wasn't bitten or anything. He was just reporting as he went. Oh, that's fantastic. By the way, what did you think of uh, Entourage last night? I thought it was no, good. No, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. These, guys, these two bastards haven't seen it yet. Well, I then, tape it for Tommy every week. Thank you, Dubs. Well, then leave for a second. Yeah, walk out. Yeah, two of you in the soundproof booth, because I want to talk about it. Two seconds. You guys can come back whenever. Uh, yeah, they get their headphones off. He's not going to be able to hear. Can you hear, Matt? Yeah, I guess you can hear. All right, so, walk back there. Walk here, back there. Here's what I think is going to happen. All right, what do you think? All right, so obviously he gets screwed out of both of the movies that he wants mm -hmm. to do, the little independent one and Aquaman 2. I think that he is going to go back and he is going to do the independent movie. Even though they have Benicio Del Toro, here's what I see happening. The original guy who wants to direct it, the guy who directed Crash, yeah. is going to say, oh, you're free now, i got to have Vinny Chase, right? Yeah, well, he, that's that's what uh, the guy said. He's like, I cannot see this movie without Vinny Chase. He will take him back. But here's the problem. And he'll win the Oscar. They're making it sound like uh, the head of uh, Warner screwed him out of uh, of uh, the he movie. Did. Well, no, he screwed him out. The first, it has, he has nothing to do with the other project. No, I know, but it, it, it sounds like they kind of made it like that they called a favor in and said, hey, can you get Vinny Chase off this project? Oh, wow. Yeah. I, but do you think he'll be doing the other movie, the smaller movie? 
I hope so. It's the, uh, what, what's it called? Medi-Ian. Medi-Ian, yeah. I think he'll end up doing that movie and winning an Oscar. That's just my hunch. You know, that would be the best thing for him right now because it looks like he's getting screwed over hard. And, and, and the stupid thing about the preview for the next episode is that they don't... There's no reference to it. Well, no, they didn't even do a preview for it. They did a preview for the rest of the season. Oh, is so, that what that was? Yeah, because they usually do next week on Entourage. That's what I thought they did. They just did next on Entourage. Maybe that means next week will be a rerun. I'm thinking it might be. I'm thinking they might go into reruns for a couple weeks. Uh, so, well, I need to get caught up regardless, because yeah. I just now hopped on this Entourage bad wagon. I got the whole season if you want it. What, the original? I have season one, too. Well, hell, pass it along. I have all of this season. I don't have the rest of them. I need all, all right. of them. Get uh, get this season for them, and I'll I'll give you uh, season one. Whatever entourages you have, pass it along. So that's what I think is going to happen, J-Dubs. I think that he is going to... I should probably put his headphones back on. I'm not going to screw it over for you. In fact, they kind of... Are you liking the show, though? Yeah, I dig it. I, I, I love it. I don't know if I love it. You'll, you'll it's get worth, into it. It's worth watching. Whenever you get like really into the storyline, watching it week after week, you know you'll really get into it. I'm only that way with House and ER. You'll get the Entourage is just a superb show. So I told you I watched Weeds over the weekend. We're giving out the season one DVD. This thing is so good. Mm-hmm. It is what Desperate Housewives wishes it could have been, and a caller turned us on to it, which is even more exciting. But it is, it's funny, it's it. The thing I like about it is how suburban housewives, you know, those families tend to be the ones that are the most dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. And it takes it to that level and the level beyond. It's very, very good. Basically, it's about a, a housewife who has her, her husband dies, so she has to turn to weed. She's selling weed to all of the, you know, the people the in locals? her neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. her cul-de-sac and all that kind of stuff. And it actually, it's very, very... Kevin Nealon's in it. Oh, good. He's really good in it. Uh, a couple of other people are in it that are uh, really, really fun. We have season one of that to give away tonight, Yeah, too. the uh, the brother, I don't know his name, but the brother who was in 40-Year-Old Virgin, which is a movie, by the way, that I cannot stop watching. Every, oh, it's on uh, HBO all the time right now. It's constantly on, and I watch it, I sit down and watch it every single time and find new stuff to laugh at. All right, take your guys' uh, headphones off again real quick. Uh, saw a buddy Sofager, so Matt Albert and Tommy just took off their headphones. All right. Johnny in the 407. What's up, Johnny? Uh, nothing much, man. Just wanted to talk about Vince and Entourage real quick. Yeah, yeah. go ahead, brother. Uh, he's going to take the movie, and his friend that wants to get into acting is going to play in the Pablo Escobar movie. I just think that's what's going to happen. I don't know. All right, so you think he's going to hop back on the Aquaman 2, and then Johnny Drama is going to be? <laughs> no way Drama's yeah, getting there. Yeah. That wouldn't happen. I, I, I can't imagine that either. But Drama is my favorite character on that show. We aren't ruining anything else, Matt. These are all speculation things. Yeah, you're There's good. No, you're, We're you're over. 407-916-1041, 888 Jim in the 407. What's up? Yo. Yeah, buddy. Dude, the funniest show in the world right now is this show called It's Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes, that is the other uh, show that I wanted oh, to talk about dude, this it's weekend. hilarious. Every time I, I watch this show, I think about you guys, because it's like the same type of satire. You guys that, that's what I hear, and I've got... Funny just like them. Thank you, man. Thank you very wow. much. And I've, uh, I've gotten uh, uh, a couple episodes at home to watch. Here's the thing. That show's hilarious, so, so are we. He's nice. right, though. Here's the, here's the great thing. Tommy is so right about this. I uh, it, Which one were you, me, and my chick watching? Oh, I, they were, Fight Club. 
Well, there was the Fight Club one. I call it one. the Chunks Life story. Yeah, but hold on a second. There was the one where they didn't want to work anymore and they wanted to pursue their dreams. Mm -hmm. So their whole thing was to go on unemployment and welfare, but they had to prove their own welfare, so they became crack addicts so that they could get welfare <laughs> so that they could move to New York and one of them uh, be on Broadway and the other one become a veterinarian. And it was the funniest, stupid thing I'd ever seen. And then the uh, Is that the same one as the Fight Club episode? Yeah. No, 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 it's a different one. And no. then there's one about banging someone's mom. And it oh, was, yeah. and that one was really, Dude, really that's good. That's not going to unbang your mom. You got to do something <laughs> drastic. Yeah, it was so. That is such a freaking good show. I'm all Did over that one. Did you see the uh, the one from the first season that they played this week where they were serving to underage kids? I got a couple of them TiVo'd, so I don't know. That one I just call out the J Dub's life story. <laughs> yeah. Is that the one you gave me? Yeah, there's right. it's the Fight Club one, which I call the Chunks Life Story, and then the one after that is the J Dub's life story. All right, so maybe I got that one sitting at home. Bong Squad Matt in the 407. Hey, what's this? I hear about you guys giving out weed. No, no, we're no. giving out weeds. Oh, Actually, oh. do you really want a copy? Do you want a copy yeah, of weeds? I'd like to check it out. All, All right, hold on, on. You yeah. win. Yeah. Actually, uh, right. we already gave our copy of weeds to the winner of our color seven for the 104 uh, bodies. Of will we have one tomorrow, uh, Chunks? If not, I tell you what, after Dubs is done with it, you can check it out, Bob. Yeah. So I'll right, give it to you. Awesome. If we have one tomorrow to give out, it's yours, though. Yeah. Right on, man. Thanks. Later, bro. I'm telling you, it's a good show. So, right, uh, hold on, I wrote down the list of the shows I wanted to talk about. Let's see, I've got... Oh, Weeds, Entourage, Philadelphia, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, World Series of Pop Culture. I, to... I don't know how it can be sunny when people are dying of AIDS. Is, that, <laughs> is it like a continuation of that movie? It's a hideout, Real Radio, <laughs> it's always weak. point one. Hi, right, welcome back to the Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Um, we're talking about TV shows. Mm -hmm. Entourage, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, I do have that one sitting at home. Uh, Chick just checked. Weeds, very good. World Series of Pop Culture. This was in Tommy's Top 20 last week of TV shows. Number 19, I think. Yeah. And I decided to give it a try while I was winning some NBA championships and NBA Live. And I Matt, can I just pick on any of these to get a clip or how does it how does it work? I think they're all shows you click on one of them and uh then you have to pick which category you want. Ah, alrighty. Well, here, let me um let me see if I can do this really quickly. You have to fast forward through you know, first couple of minutes because it's just them talking. Oh, really? From each clip. Oh, I should have done this during the break then. I didn't know you had to do all that. I just thought it was really easy. Why don't you come in here and see if you can get it going up? But Tommy. What'd you think of it? It was. Here's the thing it's sad. <laughs> Why? Because it is a television show for people who watch television. Essentially. Too that's much it. television? Yeah. It is a couch potato show. Well, but you're getting all the uh, cores watching your show, then. It's not a bad idea. You're getting people who already watch television to watch your show. It's still sad, nonetheless. Yeah. It, it seems like a smart move to me. Here's the thing. $250,000 for the winner. Sad. Here's the thing. So they can buy a nicer couch. Tommy and Matt would kill on this show. Yeah? There's no. They say they've been looking for a third. Why not Soft? Oh, Soft would be good. 
You think so, Soft? What do you guys feel like you're lacking in because I, you want to compete? Because what are the different categories they usually go in? It's it's all over the place. A lot of times it'll be like, name this TV theme, uh, theme song or what show is it for, and they'll give you lyrics. Uh, other times it's like movie stuff or like somebody's resume. And it's just, it's all over the place. It's it's everything. It's pop culture. I got one that's, uh, we'll bring it up in a second. But what do you feel you guys were lacking in? I sucked at the movie stuff. But that's what Matt's good in is the movie stuff. And you have to have three people, and what it is is you go back and forth, and it's competing. Like, they bring two up, and whoever loses is out. And oh, so, so whichever team is completely eliminated... Loses. Right, exactly. Like, yeah, they had a Meryl Streep question for... I, I knew. Right, hold so- on, here, here, here's a little bit. <laughs> this is mob movies. Mob movies, okay. Not a strong area for me. What a story. Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike come out boasting that they are going to wipe out the competition. It looks like they're down 3-1, to one, but now we're down to a game of one player aside. Congratulations both for making it here. Let's see how you react to our fifth category. The category is mob movies. This category contains questions about motion pictures that depict the lives of gangsters and the inner workings of organized crime. Okay. The first question in the final category goes to iHeart Jake Ryan. Martha, you're up first. Billy Crystal plays Dr. Ben Sobel in what 1999 comedy about a mobster who seeks out psychiatric care. That's good. Did you already see it? Analyze this. Have you seen this episode? No, I haven't seen it. Now it goes back to the other guy, Dubs. It goes back to the other guy. They're just standing on the stage. I heart Jake Ryan. I had one to nothing. Question two. Stupid names for the teams. In this country, you've got to make the money first. Then when you get the money, Scarface. In this country. There's a famous Cuba? quote from what 1983 Cuba. Al Pacino movie? Cuba. Scarface. Oh. Correct. Oh. In the country or the... the it, it was a, it was a, a quote. quote in this country. Yeah. Tied at one. Question three to Martha. The movie Goodfellas portrays the real-life 1978 robbery of nearly $6 million from what airline's Lufthansa. cargo terminal at New York's JFK airport? He's right. Let's see if she gets it, though. It's a chick. Lufthansa? Wow. Lufthansa, Lufthansa. That's correct. Okay. You guys right, here's the are thing. insane. Here's the thing. She is built... Like Matt? Um, like me. <laughs> <laughs> she has some pecs, a little bit more gut than pecs. <laughs> you know? She's got a uh, not-half-a shirt on. <laughs> Too tight. Showing off cleave. <laughs> You know, but, by the way, Goodfellas, I started watching for the very first time over the weekend. On TNT, where it's good. <laughs> Didn't get a chance to finish it. I hate watching uh, movies when they, they break them up I like that. I still haven't seen it. It looks fantastic, obviously. What, the I, spit? I've never gotten around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Squirrel, please. <laughs> so she got that, Doug. They only get six questions. If they're even after the six, then they go to a tiebreaker. Mac, you can tie it up again with the correct answer to question four. In the 1994 movie Pulp Fiction, Vincent and Jules dispose of a dead body with help from what mysterious associate, yeah, played by Harvey yeah, Keitel? The thing is, you don't have to. You're just competing against yourself. Dead uh, storage. The cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> the cleaner. What a dumbass. Martha. Now she gets a chance to steal. The wolf. Wow. Correct. Yeah. She wanted then. There's no way no. I can come back. Not quite. 
Martha to win the game. There is and still to a chance in the tournament for a chance at the two hundred and fifty thousand dollar prize. Your question. At the beginning of the 1992 movie Reservoir Dogs, a gangster explains his interpretations of songs. Like a virgin. By what pop artist? Madonna. <laughs> That's right. You're ridiculous, Matt. Tommy, did you know? No, I didn't. Oh, wow. I, I told you the movie category yeah. I suck Michael at. Michael Jackson. Oh, you stupid whore. That's incorrect. McCarthy, you need to steal this answer to Madonna. stay in the game. See? Correct. Now he's back in the game, and it's his turn again. That's how you never know if you're completely out. Scored now 3-2 to two in favor of iHeart Jake Ryan. The question goes to Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike McCarthy. You must answer correctly to tie the game, then we'll go to a tiebreaker. Ronnie, what is the name of the fictional Las vote? Vegas casino run by Robert De Niro's character, Sam Ace Rothstein, in the 1995 movie Casino? Soft, do you know? Repeat that one more time. I can't. MacArthur, <laughs> what is the name of the fictional <laughs> Las Vegas casino run by Robert De Niro's character Sam Ace Rothstein uh, in the 1995 Bones? movie Casino? Yeah, it's a... The T Twister. Sands. Oh, it's that's the Sands. Might be the Sands. Let's leave two. Damn. This isn't my category. What is your category? TV or music? I need an answer. We need early Sands. 90s music. He just says Sands. Incorrect. Damn it! All right, now here's her chance. We have a winner. Oh, she didn't even have to steal. No. The correct answer is the 10 years. Oh, the thank you. So there you go. <laughs> so that's the show, J-Dubs. And that's it does what, sound fun to play along with. That's what it is. That's where all the fun comes in. Do you boys have competitions with each other? No, no, we haven't really watched it. Because we kind of specialize in different things, and we really can't compare. Because I can't get TV shows, and like in the eighties, eighties uh, metal crap, and he and can't 80s get the movies. Pop. Yeah. All right, let me go. Right, Chunks just gave me some questions. All right. Okay. Let's see how well you can do at them. Whoever can say them first, Tommy versus Matt. Great. <clears throat> oh no. <laughs> Relief pitcher turned bartender Sam Malone on the sitcom Cheers was best known by what nickname when he took the mound for the Red Sox? Whoever get it first, say the name. I'm out. <laughs> you don't know that? I don't know Cheers. I don't watch. I didn't watch TV when I was that young. It's I the Red Cheers. Sox. <sighs> you guys do need a third. I, I never really watched Cheers much. Oh my goodness. We need someone to fill in the blanks. <sighs> All right. Wait, wait, wait. Was it asking for his nickname? Yeah. Yes. What was his nickname? Mayday. Oh, Mayday. Mayday Malone. He was a relief pitcher. Because oh, they were in trouble. Oh, whatever. Come on, you didn't know that? All right, here's another one for you. In a 1996 video for their song Big Me, the Foo Fighters parodied television commercials for which popular candies? I knew that. Got it. Damn. Matt got it first. Oh, right, known as Futos. <laughs> In the 1987 movie Can't Buy Me Love, high school nerd Roland Miller plots to become one of the in-crowd by renting a popular cheerleader with money he'd saved to buy what? Ooh. This is tough. Oh, I can't uh, believe Oh, uh, a car, uh, car engine or something for a car? Tommy? I was going to say a car. A telescope. Real close. <laughs> that was the remake for Nick Cannon I was thinking about. Real you guys, close. You guys suck at this no, game. No, I'm not a movie <laughs> guy. All right, hold on a second. Let me see if I can find another one. All right. 
The lyric, I miss the earth so much, I miss my wife, it's lonely. Rocket Man, Elton John. Mm. All right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> there you go. Good job, music guy. Way to come I told through. you, new movies, I'm... Finish this awful. lyric. I want something else to get me through this. Make me burn out real bright. I got it. Go ahead. Semi-charm kind of life. Hey, 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 hey. Do, do, do. Boy, you guys really... From which TV show did the phrase Jump the Shark originate? Happy Days. Nice. Very good. I guess we can get these every day if you want to, a little battle. Yeah, I like that. These boys love this. Good job, Chunks. Producing today. Guess our buddy down the hall wasn't wrong. It's a hideout. Hey, want to come back with the last Comic Standing interview? Yeah, let's do do that that next. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. All right, I had an idea while I was in the bathroom. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1, kicking off hour three. More fiber? (laughs) Oh, you you know what's funny? You say that? I spent $30 on fiber products this weekend. Did you really? I got the chewables, I got the shakes, and I got the stuff that you can spray into anything you eat. Yes, actually, Tommy. Now, here's what I'm thinking. Hideout World Series of uh, Pop Culture. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to decide how to do it. Do we do Tommy and Matt against you and me, Dubs? We get C-Lane, they get Napier. I like that. Well, who's writing it, though? Yeah. Chunks and uh-huh. probably Chunks. I'm not interested. In manhole. All cheers. Chunks and manhole, then. Loser team stunts. You guys need to practice up if you guys want to get on the show. Because you guys want to be on the show, don't you? I know you do. We need a third. We don't want Napier. No, well, that's the thing. You guys, you and Tommy are obviously superb to Dubs and myself. Yeah, and that, so that can't even sit out. We'll pick up C-Lane, who can help on the music side of things. And you guys get Napier, who can help on the water side of things. <laughs> he was raising his hands, though, for a few of the questions that they were a little slow on. I got him. Mm. Well, then that's the whole thing. He's worthless. What do you think, Dubs? I mean, yeah, I mean, you guys can hope for a lot of uh, questions about styrofoam cups, and he'll have the answers for it. <laughs> That's your teammate, <laughs> fat boy. I don't know what you're laughing about. Oh, we're screwed. I think you will do. I and know. you never know when a hair gel question is going to come up. <laughs> All right, here's Chunks. What's the chemical formula for water? <laughs> chunks. <laughs> chunks, I'll steal that one. Here's who's going to help. He has become one of the top remote producers, if right now the top. That's EJ from the U. He said he will help you write the World Series of Pop Culture Questions. And I know he doesn't like me, and I'm sure he doesn't like Matt, so it'll be pretty even. <laughs> All right, does that sound good, though? You want to do it for Friday during the open door, loser stunts? I'm down. I'm down, too. Sure. I think I'm going to be gone Friday. Come on! I'm going to the big head PE show that's rescheduled. <laughs> it's not rescheduled. What happened Bastards. with that really quickly, Dubs? Yeah, uh, me, Matt, and uh, Tommy were going to go to head PE uh, last night. And I'm excited about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm a fan. I, I'm usually not that excited for concerts anymore, but this one I was actually really pumped to go to. Tommy was actually going to go, which he never goes to stuff. And uh, like an hour or two before the show, I got word that they might not go on because they booked the social and they said that was too small. 
So they just decided not to show up? Not to play. They they walked in. They saw how small the place was. They said, we can't do a show here, and uh, walked out. That's what I heard. So I waited till about 6.30, called the place, and they said, no, they dropped off the state. Oh, that sucks, brother. Yeah. Pissed me off. I know you're a huge, huge fan of mm-hmm. theirs. So that blows. Um, do we want to decide what stunt to do now, or we want to wait till later? Maybe we discuss that tomorrow. We'll think yeah. about it. Yeah, let's uh, let's think that through. Because we need a three-person stunt. I'd like to have something that all three people do at the same time. Hmm. Something that incorporates everybody. Daisy chain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's just something you were hoping for. Just regardless, if not on the air, maybe off. <laughs> I, I think, you know, uh, I don't think anybody should be rewarded for losing. I think it should be something very severe. Like? Well, not a daisy chain. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> and uh, whoever's on the uh, the bad end of May will uh, actually have a bad stunt. To okay. <laughs> but they will win the uh, the thing for the Monster Cruise. Get, get real light before it. Uh, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven zero. Was that a hint as to you having the hiv? Was that what that a was? A joke, a little giggle about me having the hiv. I think that was more of a bombshell. Let me let me scratch out the scab. All right, Dubs. I did an interview. Uh, I'm right now. I'm really into uh, last comic standing. Last week, a couple of the chicks were knocked off. Earlier in the day, uh, Chunks was able to set up an interview. So whenever you guys want to stop, pause, whatever. But here is uh, Kristen Key from Last Comic Standing on NBC Tuesday nights at 9. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Kristen, how's it going? Doing pretty good. I am uh, El Jefe. This is the hideout weeknights at 11 on Real Radio uh, here in Orlando. First of all, congratulations. Obviously making it as far as you did on Last Comic Standing. Tell me about the whole thing, what you're feeling so far, and how it's changing, because I know you've been doing a comedy for a little while there. Well, let's start from right now. Like, this week I had to watch the episode where I got booted. Oh. Right? So, um, but here's the thing. I play a drinking game every time I watch an episode called uh, Drink Every Time You Get Nervous About Editing. And so this one, I was drunk by, like, first commercial in. About the editing, like, one of my big questions is reusing material. I know a couple of times in, a, in the different challenges you used a couple of the same jokes. Do you sit there and go over that about, all right, I'm gonna, I already used this one, or do you even care because you're doing it for different audiences and not really worried about, you know, what the home audience is going to think? Well, you're not sure what they're going to do. And the fact that they used uh, Mr. Burns in the commercial before the show ever aired, that joke got used three times, uh, which I didn't know was going to be used even once, but I, you never know how far you're going to make it, so you're always like, I'm going to try to give them my best material, and if that joke gets retold, probably it'll be edited out, but you never know. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, by the way, the Mr. Burns thing, very funny. Kudos to you, although I feel bad, uh, if it's true. Uh, <laughs> how do you think I feel? Kristen <laughs> uh, Key here, The Hideout, Road Radio 104.1, last comic standing, uh, Tuesdays at 9 on NBC. Who do you think is going to win? I mean, obviously you would have wanted it to be you. I have a favorite. I I um I think Chris Porter, probably along with Roz, it's probably going to be between those two. Just as far as coming off polished and maybe having the most material. Right, right. What do you think? 
I got to tell you, somebody's going to come from behind. Your dark horse is going to be uh, Josh Blue. Yes, he's uh, he going to give. I think he's going to give Chris Porter a run for his morning. In my opinion, it's going to come down to those two, Chris Porter and Josh Blue. Not to say that Roz is not hysterical and fantastic because I love her, but in reality, when it comes down to it, I think that Josh Blue and Chris Porter are going to fight it out in the end. Kristen Key, uh, last comic standing Tuesdays at nine uh, on NBC. Uh, everyone at first thought Josh Blue. It's all. It's just. Um, it's the gimmick. They got him on for the gimmick of the C. Because you know how awful network of execs course, can of be. Of course, of course, they they want to pick a part, and and the fact is, he played up his cerebral palsy a lot in the first few episodes. The thing is, the man has an hour of material that has nothing to do with his cerebral palsy. I call him shaky because he's quickly <laughs> in all the right places. Right. <laughs> and you also saw too, and a, a few of the things where you guys were battling, be it where you were heckling, he's quick-witted as well. And oh, so it's not just about having, you know, CP jokes. He's also very quick-witted. That's the fun part of it. Like, uh, he called me up a couple weeks ago. I don't want to spill his joke, but I kind of want to spill his joke. He called me up and he was, I guess we, we kind of test material back and forth, but... Uh, he was trying to make a MySpace joke, and he was like, you know what I hate about MySpace? Is that in real space, the people just aren't as fun. You know, you'll have people come up to you at shows and be like, hey, Josh, don't you remember me? We're MySpace friends. And Josh is like, yeah, I totally recognized you from that picture of your cat that you have on your profile. <laughs> uh, I was like, Josh, you baby, I know that you can't physically write, so I'm going to email that joke back to you so you can use it. That's hysterical. Me and my MySpace relationships. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you have a butt. Right. Chris Key here in the hideout. You seem to do really well in the, initial, in the first. So you like that CP comic? I actually think he's very funny. I've heard a lot about him, and I've heard he's very quick-witted. Um, what? Sad thing is he's slowly dying. Quick in one thing, <laughs> slow in another. <laughs> he is very funny. <laughs> so that's going to start now, huh? Yeah. Here's the new one. Hop on board. 479161041888978101. In the first phase, really well with the heck. I have a hunch. The he's going to be really get... <laughs> a little bit. Was there anything about the roast that threw you off of Gabriel? Uh, no, it was, uh, which I'm not going to blame it on editing. Go ahead. I, okay, I, I'm going to blame it totally on editing, because okay. I had some funny lines. Jim Norton was on, was it Opus and Anthony? O Opie and Anthony. Opie yeah. and Anthony, I'm sorry, I Opus. always get that wrong. But <laughs> Fullblownage.com? Chill a little bit. Was there anything about the roast that threw you off? Anthony? Opie yeah. and Anthony, I'm sorry, I always get that wrong. But uh, Jim Norton, actually, I heard his show the other day, and he gave me credit for a line that they did not air that actually got a great response, and it was that uh, Gabriel Iglesias looks like Ralphie Mae rolled in Dat Fan. <laughs> All right, that's good. Right. What See, the there, hell? There were, there were very funny lines at night. I just, uh, I, I'm assuming it's because I was booted that episode. They, they, they kind of gave oh. me a reason for getting booted, ah. which is fine. That's fine. I can deal with it. It was good TV, but I, I wish they kind of would have put in cr crickets chirping because right. it would have made it more appropriate. I will see. I was. I always worry or wonder about the editing and how the editing editing's going to go down. And um, me too. And now, well, see, I know you were just thinking about that. So now I know for when I'm watching tomorrow on Last Comic Standing, whoever seems to bomb the most, or tomorrow it's actually live voting, right? Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, this is we're live throughout the rest of it. So this is okay. this is a yeah. Whole different shebang. The other, I forget what her name was, the other lady who got kicked off last week. Rebecca Corey. Yeah. Uh, did she annoy you as much as she annoyed the rest of us? You know what? In person, she's hysterical. 
in person. Why did that come across on TV? I don't know. Like people keep saying that to me, and I do a fantastic impression of her, but that's because I know her now. Right. But uh, I don't know why on TV that that everybody is is so anti Rebecca because she really is hysterical. Too much kicking. I think it's the kicking and the eye bulging <laughs> thing that, and and the poops. CP the comic wish you could do more of that. Don't work. Uh, I want, good now, to know because I'm a drinker. I need to work on this. <laughs> that's why I wear jackets all the time. <laughs> now the women seem to really come out with something approved. Going back to the CP comic, uh, his attitude is real loose on the, on the stage, kind of like a spine. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. Josh Blue is a funny guy. Proof. I, I guess every female comic has. A little bit of a chip on their shoulder because you're told, like my my partner wanted me to ask you, well, what is it about your vagina that keeps you from being funny? <laughs> well, because he's one of those guys. All right, this is the thing. Dubs is like, you got to at least ask her. Yeah, you got to put it on me. I don't care. You got to find out why women can't be funny. Again, this is Kristen Key from Last Comic Standing. Uh, it recorded earlier today. Ooh. Well, because he's one of those guys. That's one, funny as hell. One of the bit of a chip on their shoulder because you're told like my my partner wanted me to ask you well what is it about your vagina that keeps you from being funny Ooh. well because he's one of those guys one, funny as hell one of those right. no it's not he's one of those chauvinists i am ball right. in, in the business you call him a ball buster yeah that's speaking of ball busting hold on real quick yeah, go ahead, Dubs. I, josh blue is uh that's the name because that's the color of his dead feet <laughs> I think that's his given name, uh, the CP comic on Last Comic Standing. He believes that women can't be funny as far, is it not about you can't be funny, or is it just more about trying to relate to dudes? You know, when it comes to comedy, how do you how do you uh, walk that line? There's a there's a there's a line right between female comics and funny female comics, and the ones that are funny uh, don't talk about being a woman too much. It's right. exactly the same thing as like a black comic. Getting out of the, I don't have to talk about being black all the time. It, it, it's obvious we're women. Yes, I'm a girl, so I don't have to talk about it. I mean, yeah, it's interesting that I'm a woman. Wow. But there's just better stuff to talk about, no, you know? Isn't. Actually, I like the analogy to being a black comic. Well, Chris, is key. Uh, best of luck. Uh, we'll look for you coming through uh, Central Florida at some point. Last comic standing Tuesdays at 9 on NBC. Thanks awesome. For, Keep watching, man. Thanks Keep for coming watching. in the hideout. We appreciate all right. it. Uh, last comic standing and... I think it's going to be down between Chris Porter, Roz, and the CP comic Josh Blow. Big fan of Josh Blue, huh? I'm telling you, dude, the kid. That guy doesn't. <laughs> Why be mean? I mean, see, the guy's had to overcome so many things. Doesn't this make you worry about being a father someday, or you know, overcome? <laughs> What? Too mean. You can't say it. What is it? Go ahead, just say it. I don't know what could be any meaner. Overcome some stairs and then... <laughs> then we'll overcome your disability, freak. <laughs> so when you're, when you're a CP comic, do you talk about the lines you leave uh, with, when you're walking in the beach? Just a straight line from your foot. <laughs> I don't understand. It's the Hideout Road Radio. What a full It's just a crutch. Come on! Back in the Hideout, hour three, Monday night, Road Radio 104.1. Uh, 
Uh, all right, quick. On the HBO series Entourage, Kevin Dillon plays Johnny Drama Chase, an often out-of-work actor best known for his Sequest. role on what fictitious sci-fi series? Viking Quest. I took off my headphones because I thought you were giving no, me the No, oh. we already told you we weren't going to do that to oh, you. We were telling geez. you to take... I would have gotten Viking Quest. Well, Tommy got it wrong. Sequest. Whatever. Bateman, or, uh, Sequest out? Yes. So we're going to do it. World Series of Pop Culture for, for on Friday. Yeah. Me, Dubs, and C-Lane versus Tommy, Matt, and Napier. Losing team stunts. Questions written by Chunks and EJ from the Yale. I like that. All right, boys. Just wanted to make sure you guys were down. Give another question. All right. <clears throat> what 1994 REM song was inspired about a bizarre story involving anchorman Don Rather being attacked by What's the frequency, assailant? Kenneth? That's my boy. That's my boy. <laughs> In the 1993 movie Groundhog Day, Bill, Hur Bill Murray's character, Phil Connors, is awakened every morning by what song playing on his alarm clock? I got clock? you, babe. Nice. nice. That's our boy. <clears throat> this is going to be good. I think it's going to be very evenly matched. I love that movie. That's another one of those on all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Dubs, Heretic Basketball was awesome. I was interrupted, though, with a phone call. You had some sad news you wanted to share. Well, sad for my family. I really didn't care, which is another bad thing about me. I don't know if I should. Uh, I don't know if you remember a while back, uh, I got a call from my dad telling me that uh, my aunt needed a uh, a kidney. And I thought they were fishing for a kidney for me, you know, from me. And I was very upset about that, so I never called anybody about it. Uh, she passed away Saturday. <laughs> glad you could laugh about it so i was woke up by that and uh then all day long just calls from different family members making sure that i knew were you giggling when they were i was uh, i was uh, avoiding most of the calls yes i just didn't I, I don't know if it's not a close person in my life i don't want to be bothered I, if it was, you know, like uh, my mother, my father, my sister, or Krista, my girlfriend, or you, Hefe, or anybody on the show, anybody that I interact with a lot, I would care. But my aunt, who I haven't seen in 10 years, I don't care. So you did not offer up a kidney to your aunt. Do you want to call your dad and apologize for killing his sister? No. I didn't sure? kill her. You may as well have. Why didn't anybody else give it up? Maybe you were the only match. How do you know? I don't. I, there's no blood test of me out there. Why, um. Why the kidney? What happened? Hep C? Um, well, That's she, liver, right? She's uh, been into drugs a lot in her life. I'm, I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Actually, that's who I got my first joint from when I was 14. All right, so this woman, yeah, you guys shared a, a bonding experience. Yeah, yeah. She, she definitely you ever used a mark nude? in my life. No. Mm -hmm. She was about 70 pounds when she died, though. So. <laughs> Your kidney would have added another 10. Christ. She was 70? How tall? 6'4". Uh, <laughs> no, she was uh, about 5'8", probably. 5'8", 70 pounds? She was only like 105 when like she was healthy. So it wasn't a far leap. So you're not going to call your dad, huh? No. 
Let's get him on the phone. No, I'm not calling my dad. You, was he sad? Did he call you crying? Who called you? Uh, my dad called me first, and then my sister, and then my mom, and a few other people. Were they all bawling? Was anybody crying? I didn't hear anybody crying. I guess my dad, from what I hear, my dad took it pretty bad. Because you killed her? I didn't kill her. You didn't give her your kidney? He's cluster. Dude, you didn't even try. No, I, I, I didn't even call to say, hey. <laughs> really? Yeah. Hey, let me ask you, do you know what your blood type is? No, I have no clue. I don't either. I think I'm one of the O's, but I'm not sure. How do you get that checked out? That's something you... When your next checkup, just say, hey, I want to know my blood type, and they'll, they'll find out right away for you. Oh, man. I was or thinking... why don't you just wipe? I was, I was right on the cusp of that joke. Because my ass problems, right? Yeah. Thanks. So I started taking the internal hemorrhoid cream, finally. Yeah. Six weeks later. I couldn't bring myself. Here's the thing that made me think, finally, i got to start doing this. First of all, they give you this, you know, little cream thing, mm -hmm. and it's like a squeeze-out tube, but then you have to put on an applicator. Size of your pinky. I'm not kidding. Yeah, I've had that before. And I looked at this thing, and I'm like, oh, God, that looks awful. <laughs> Awfully fun. So then I read the directions, and they're like, squeeze a little bit out to lube up the applicator, then obviously mm -hmm. applicate. put it where it needs to be applied. Mm -hmm. Like camp. And I'm just thinking, this is awful. So I'm in my downstairs bathroom twice a day. Drop drawer. Staring Look. into the mirror. Yeah, like looking back around in the mirror. <laughs> Looking over your shoulder. Just like, you know, violating myself. It's And then you never know if you put enough cream or what. No, you have no clue. If it even is, like, I can't even tell if it's there. No, you, you, you feel something cool, but you don't know if that's the applicator or not. Exactly. It, oh, man, it's just awful. Dude, I've been there. I've been there many times over. It's not helping either. Uh, it takes weeks. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. And now this stupid... Now, what what, what kind did you get? Did you get, like... Because it's not hurting you. Is it? Okay, so... Because sometimes you'll get the stuff with, like, the cooling gel, which I usually get, which is very comfortable. And uh, that'll take care of my pain, but you don't have any pain with it. No, I got no pain. Oh, it sucks, man. Twi I got to do it tonight when I get home. They only give you one applicator. Well, see, so then you're just sitting there washing it off. Oh, well, yeah, that's the thing. So, like, I take it off. The first time I just took it off with my hands, and I'm like, oh, that's dirty. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, I'm scrubbing my hands off like I'm about to do surgery. I used uh, paper, uh, toilet paper. So I figured out, unscrew it with the toilet paper, drop it in the sink, mm -hmm. turn it on scalding hot water, and then, you know, close everything up, pull up drawer, and then sit there and pour ivory soap into the applica applicator. You're so lucky that you don't have a painful one. Because mine, I've always had to sit in the uh, in the in the bathtub in really warm water to get any pain to go away, and I could feel it floating. Oh! That's disgusting. Paul, oh, you're oh. dirty, dude. Oh, like an air wing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it looked like a midget's nose. I remember when Chunks had to uh, have a pizza crust with your. Medicine. Mm -hmm. Actually, after it had already been applied, <laughs> applied, yeah, you went. And <laughs> he, he, he used the crust to clean you up, and then eat the crust. Mm. 
That was back when he was a good producer. That's when he'd do anything. Now he just visits VH1.com. It's the worst visual ever. What, the floating? Yes. All right. How about the hand motion that goes along with <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, I saw. That's not good for me either. Rolling with the homies. Uh, and then here's an... Clueless <laughs> <laughs> reference? Yeah. That's true, though. That's what it was. That's what you did, dude. Oh, and then there's this. So, my chick gets a call from her parents, who are down in Naples, and I guess one of their cats got sick, and my chick really loves cats, and I guess this is one that she had rescued, mm-hmm. and eventually had to give up when she went to college. Well, I got sick with something or other, I don't know, I wasn't listening, because <laughs> I was in the middle of playing video games, I was like, well, it's bad, and she's crying, I'm like, alright, I guess I should hit pause, No. come over, and kind of give her a hug, and then, like... Linger for a second, then go back to my video game. So I do, and it eventually kind of blows over. Well, then she gets the call of the cat dies. <laughs> so I, um. <laughs> so at this point, I honestly, mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Like, I'm like, again, Do what you do to me. Uh, walk up into her face and go, wham! <laughs> this close. Because, again, I was playing video games. And I'm like, uh, I guess I'll pause it. Do you want me to lay down on the bed with you and tell your head's going to be okay? Curl at the bottom of the, the bed like I'm your cat? Yeah. And just you can pet me. Just lick, you know, lick you on your top of your feet or whatever. Mm-hmm. What do you need me to do so you'll stop crying so I can go back to my video game? Stand over a litter box. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll be the litter box. I don't yeah. care. So eventually I, um, I don't know. She's crying too much. And I'm like, can you go downstairs so I can play video games in peace? You're really kind of bringing me down. It's my weekend. Don't you know I work so hard during the week? You actually said this? Yeah. I'm like, I look, I understand, but if you're going to sit here and cry, we're going to need to be in separate rooms. <laughs> well, I guess uh, two pusses died this week. <laughs> now, dump that. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out who the other one was. I'm just saying you didn't probably get any after that. Oh. Oh, no, I did. Oh. I thought you were talking about your aunt. No. Hey, I was like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> I have a little respect for the ant you killed. I didn't kill it. <laughs> you it? Whatever. It's a woman. You just called your aunt an it. She was only 70 pounds when she died. She wasn't exactly human. Oh, come toothpick. on. You know your dad listens online. <laughs> Howl like a straw. So then I get pissed off at my girlfriend later on because she's running around crying, frantically looking for a photo of the cat that she can't find. And, like, literally tearing the house apart. I'm like, what are you doing? Stop it already. There's no need for all this silliness. It was, first of all, A, it's just a cat. B, it's just a photo of a cat. Can't you see I'm in the playoffs? (laughs) And that's seriously what it was all weekend. And then she gets mad at me because I'm heartless. Well, that is kind of a heartless move. I I know you feel like that, but if she's crying and legitimately upset about it. I can't deal with criers, dude. And then I hear Kira Knightley's a crier. And I'm like, eh. That's what uh, Matt's into. 
He hopes for something like that in his life. No, I have to cause it myself. I don't like it yeah, if it's but from outside you, sources. But you, you would still enjoy someone that can cry easy. We yeah. can go home and you can mention the cat. All right. Thank you. <laughs> and then you. you can go into your room and then uh, take care of business. He will. Senior Hamburger in the 407. Yeah, that cat most likely died of AIDS from Chunks' tongue. Okay, come on. Is that a uh, callback to his Fat Man diary where he was licking the cat? I don't know if it was, but if so, that was actually a better call than I would give it credit for. <laughs> that junior, he's a king of the junior heretics. Oh, yeah. Senior Hamburger. What a retard. <laughs> the hell's wrong with him? So I went out of line, though, right? Definitely you're out of line. What? You don't make those comments. I, I would think them, I'd be right there with you thinking those comments, but I would never, ever say it to the chick. Like if you're, what is she, is she big into cats or dogs, like back home? Uh, she had a cat that she had for 20 didn't, years, it actually. It just died, didn't it? Yeah, 20 years, though. What'd you say? I, you know, I, I kind of just let her be and let her do what she wanted to do. I didn't overly, you know, <laughs> I didn't overly console her, but I didn't, uh, you know. I did, I let you talk at least. <clears throat> <laughs> you get a cat laugh sandwich there? <laughs> Trying, working it out. <laughs> but you, what, so you let her talk I just, about yeah, it? I, I let her do whatever she needed to do, but I Doesn't didn't. Suck, I didn't though? see. Oh, of course it does. Why do you do it? Because it comes with the territory. No. You have to. Here's the thing. You train them to not go into that territory. It's <laughs> They're like a chicks. They're going to go into that territory no matter what. It's like a leash or a shot collar. You just train them to know that you aren't going to uh, offer up too much to it. You know, you'll be there for them, but you aren't going to feel bad with them. That's why you should have a man on the side so he'll pretend to listen to you. Exactly. And always change it up every six months because they'll stop caring too. I was just thinking, I was wondering if I was bad or in poor taste. Very poor. Hmm, whatever. <laughs> oh, a couple other things. Uh, clean house this weekend, and also, too, made my very first trip to Lowe's. How did you, you feel about Lowe's? I hate the parking lot. I honestly thought that I would feel more manly going in there. Like There's I, a lot of chicks in there. Like, Well, no, that I would want to like do stuff. Mm-hmm. It, I hated it. It just see all Lowe's reminds me of is needing to work, like having stuff to do, and I don't like that, like feeling a responsibility. See, I went and bought a few plants this weekend. What'd you buy? Actually, hot peppers. A bunch of plants that make hot peppers. I don't know why. I'm not a big hot pepper fan, but they look cool. <laughs> it was an impulse buy. <laughs> what is the impulse buy? Are you the same person who buy a chia pet? I mean, what is that? What? These are hot peppers. This is Different than a chia pet. You can't eat one of those. Have you tried? Actually, sadly, yes. I, uh, I so applied is, the seeds with my tongue. What does this magical hot pepper plant do? Grows hot peppers. That's it? That's it. So, so like my aunt. Does nothing. Oh, come on! <laughs> Wilting away. She just died! <laughs> Turning gray and brown. <laughs> It's your aunt, dude. You refused to give her a kidney, and she died over the weekend. <laughs> and you're laughing. At my joke. 
<laughs> still, yes, you're a comedic genius. It's still no reason. You know, if your dad or your... Everything can be material. That's what I'm telling you. Or if your sister goes back to listen to this on the podcasting... Oh, speaking of my sister, she took my, uh, my, my uh, niece... The to, big fat niece. Yeah, to uh, that same camp that I used to go to as a kid. Where it's all black nothing people. but black, black from, people. From Detroit? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, little boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what no, I was thinking the whole time. <laughs> oh I'm like, the guys are going to love her. <laughs> hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Hideout, Monday night, wrapping up hour, one, uh, hour three, sorry. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Um... The massage therapist Kimmy has stopped by with some fried chicken for us, though. Ooh, thank you. Lester Big Hands and Little Rhonda. One of the favorite hideout couples. Um, also, too, Soft, the hideout documentary filmmaker. Got a little full house here. Dubs, here's what I've noticed that's been going on. You avoiding the after party after the open door. Not avoiding. This has been, out of the last five open doors... You have not gone out for at least three of them. Yes. I go home and hang out with my chick a little bit, too. I don't get to see her that much. So I kind of split it up. I go, you know, one week I'll go out hang with her. and then You got all weekend. And you got lunchtime during the I week. Have, I have all week with you. No, it's about bonding. It's It was originally about bonding with our heretics who have now become our friends. You're not friends with them. Just admit it. I am friends with them. I'm friends with many of them. There's a few of them I'm not. But, hey, that's not going to stop me from going out. Hmm. All right. Just wanted to know what was going on. That's what's going on. And why you hated... Uh... I don't hate anybody. You excited about the World Series of Pop Culture for the high note? Oh, well, we're going to take it. He's talking to C-Lane during the break. He's good. Now, EJ from the U is, along with Chunks, is writing, and he goes, I just want to know, just like trailer trash, if I put this together, will it be lost by Chunks? <laughs> yes. Count on it. And apparently Tommy Bateman is already trying to bribe EJ. No, I can even show you the IM. Sure, I'm sure you won't <laughs> manipulate it. So, oh, we're talking about Heretic Basketball, mm -hmm. too, which went over really, really well. Pictures of that, hideoutheretics.net. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Soph, what's going on, man? Where are you going? You leaving town? You going to L.A. to be a big uh, movie director? I hope so. You uh, directed the Hideout documentary, uh... Behind the by Curious? Sure did. Is there any update on that, Chunks, at all? About what we were, we were going to do a debut, and I've heard nothing back mm -hmm. from Chunks about that. Uh, where are you going? What are you up to? Uh, I'm moving back to Texas, uh, then I'm going out to L.A. for the premiere for Automaton Transfusion. All right, and that is the zombie movie that I was raving about last week that you can see the preview on on HideoutHeretics.net. All right, and it's what called what? Automaton transfusion? Yeah, uh, automaton in German means zombie. So it's kind of a weird title, but I didn't choose What's the it. plot? Uh, basically, it's a group of uh, high school friends, and uh, one day there's just a bunch of zombies. and They wake up just kind of like a dawn of the dead or what? Kind of. Uh, there's a you know a government aspect to it. Um, there's nice. synopsis on the website. Um but, yeah, it has a government thing to it, and then also it's about a group of friends trying to make it out. Are you in the movie? I am. What are you, a zombie? I am Morg Zombie. I'm actually in three really big scenes in the movie. Do you and talk? I, uh, I growl. What kind, of, what kind of backing does this thing have? Because on the website, it looks so legit. 
Um, it was independently uh, financed. Uh, we were given money independently, but um, it's being distributed by one of the three major. There's three major uh, groups that are looking at it right now for, uh, I think, uh, nationwide distribution. Get out of here. Yeah. You're not going to say which one? Mm, I don't think I'm supposed to right now until the papers are signed. Nice. Yeah. Look at this guy. So it's going to be a major nationwide release. Right. I was told uh, early fall or late summer for the release. Get out of here. Do you want, do you want it to open in October? Uh, that would be great. But, yeah, it would be cool. How much money could you make off of this? Uh, well, I have percentage points on the film. So mm. I would make whatever it's sold for, not what the theaters get. Damn. All right. So if it gets picked up. Then That's I, the money yeah. you get, and then right. So, so when Which do you when do you meet with the major distributors for the movie? Uh, I think Will, the main producer, they're already meeting with them out in L.A. They've already had a bunch of big meetings out there, so I'm kind of out of that because I'm not out in L.A. So mm -hmm. I'll be You're going here out. with right, us, I'm here, so. the major players in Orlando. Yeah, right? so I'll be the, the king people of are gonna make stuff happen, right? So uh, yeah, I'll be going out there to see what's going on with that and getting news updates, and then. Uh, so are you gonna be leaving us the hideout? Yeah, um, son of a bitch. I'll be coming back every now and then, like I said, for the uh, premiere for the BJ thing. I'll be coming back and then... All right, let's get an update on that from Chunks. So a while back, Dubs' cousin, by Curious BJ. You can still see the trailers on the iTunes. Just incredibly funny, interesting guy to watch. A lot of Dubs' crazy stories that he has from his past have to do with by Curious BJ being right there. He came down for a couple of weeks... Things got nuts. Uh, we filmed the majority of it thanks to Soft, and we actually put together a movie behind the Bicurious uh, with Soft, the hideout documentary filmmaker. What's the status on that, Chunks? Status is it's about 99% ready. We're just going to wait for a call back from the guy hosting it, and that's it. Everything's been worked out, details, financial details, how it's going to go down. So it's just a simple call saying, yep, that date's cool, and we'll roll with it. All right, so we're just waiting on the date. That's you tell it. me, you tell me what I can't say. All right, all I, right. I won't give away too much. I, yeah. I think I would know. No problem. We have rented a place, or we have got a place. It's some of the proceeds are going to charity, where we are going to show it. Yes. At a very cool place in town, correct? Yes. Probably not too far from here. Not too far at all. And it's going to be sponsored. Is that correct? It's going to be sponsored. And we're going to have a whole red carpet rollout thing. Yeah. And it's likely to happen in August? Late, later August. That was one of the things I had to get with Soft because he's leaving. A uh, good date for him to come back. Now, let me ask you, Dubs. By Curious BJ left on horrid terms, mm -hmm. terms with you. Have you spoken to him since you kicked him out of your place for sucking down on some Jaeger in your yeah. closet? He's, uh, he's called me a couple times. The, the conversations have been very brief, probably 30 seconds. But other than that, no. And I haven't talked to him in over a month and a half. Oh, boy. Um, do you want to have him come down for the premiere? No. <laughs> Not at all. You don't want him to come down to stay with you? Uh, yeah. I mean, if if we can hook up something, some other kind of arrangements, yeah. Right. I'm thinking we have to have the star of Behind the By Curious for a Q&A afterwards. That's the way they do it at the major places. Soft, what are your thoughts as the as the um, as the filmmaker? You got to have your uh, star there. Well, he's not staying with me. I don't have a place anymore. Sorry. <laughs> 
Heritage. Got room it. in the back seat of the pink monster. All right, I'll even take him in. Or I'm sure we could get a Heretic. You shut up. I t- I've taken you in. And he's staying in your room. <laughs> he's sleeping bunking. with you. You're back on the I floor. I call the bed. You know, he gets the bed, you get the floor. I call dibs. Yuck and spoon. It's legal. Um... <laughs> Do we want to try to get a hold of BJ and see if we can get him down? We don't have to do it right now. End of August. Dubs? What? If I'm, I, my hands are off in this one. I'm not doing anything in this one. But if I financially, fi- if I finance him coming down, if we find a way to get him down and he stays with me, are you okay with that? That's fine. Are you? No, be serious. I, no, I don't care. Really? Yeah. I can tell you do. Because you're giving short, quick, little answers. I know you well enough. You care. I I do, but I don't care enough to stop it from happening. Because here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking a nice little Q&A afterwards, and then Dubs and BJ hug it out. No. And That's fix this not thing. happening. Why not? Because he's still an alcoholic. He's always going to be an alcoholic. Uh, he's, an alcoholic has done nothing. That's not true. I heard he stole some cars and got into a car accident. <laughs> and broke a window with his fist. See, he's on the upswing. Can we just get can we just get a cut out of him and pre record the interview and play it from a walkman taped to the back? I'm gonna go with the director on this. I don't know how we can't have him there. For his movie at the place we're gonna have it with a Q and A and everything. Can't we just make up a story like Oh, he's in jail, right, Dubs? Isn't that what you told me today and he can't make it out? Yeah. I'm not going to spread that rumor. Oh, allegedly. <laughs> All right. Well, that was something I was hoping to do, but I'm not going to push you on it if you don't want to see him. And I really don't want to take him in, to be honest, because <laughs> I know how crazy it gets. Maybe we fly him in just for a day. I think we're going to do it on a Saturday. We fly him in Saturday morning and he's gone Sunday morning. <laughs> or Saturday night. All right. <laughs> well, I, I think I think it would be a little bit cheaper. I think we should have him here for Friday night show beforehand to push it. So we fly him in Friday morning. <laughs> Even Kimmy's shaking her head no. I think we fly him in Friday <laughs> afternoon, and he leaves Sunday morning. I'm going to go online and see if I can find flights. Uh, chunks, see if you can get... <clears throat> to pay for it. Uh, clear channel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> clear channel. <laughs> there was some money built in. Wasn't there in the deal? Yeah, but I mean, you know, you guys, you know how generous you guys are going to be. <laughs> think, Not at all. I think Dubs is one to sacrifice. Uh-uh. I've sacrificed enough. Never heard that part. <laughs> I just played it like 10 minutes ago. All right, Soft, so uh, you're finally leaving, and we'll uh, we'll check from you soon. You're going to have a website or something that we can keep up with you with, your MySpace? Uh, yeah, our, our website's being built right now, so just stick with me on MySpace, and it'll be up here in a month. All right, very good. Well, there's a little update on that we haven't forgotten about. By the way, we also got a live broadcast coming up. Dubs, what are the details on that one? Uh, well, next Friday? Yep. Um, I... We'll be out at uh, Universal. You alone? Uh, me and the crew. You will be uh, going to Texas, is that correct, for your yeah, cousin's wedding? Yeah, my cousin's wedding. Yeah, so... Uh, I'd rather be here with you guys. I know. It's uh, it's out at Universal. We always have a blast out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, com broadcasting live July 28th. Um, make sure you check out all the attractions, including the Red Coconut Club at Universal City Walk, uh, and also the all-new Universal 360 
Um, so that is going to be uh, all of Hollywood's newest films projected onto the spheres at the Universal Lagoon. Ooh. Awesome. So anyway, that is going on on the 28th. Yes, next Friday. At the Again, at the end of this month. We have tickets to give out, including a pair of uh, one-day uh, two-park uh, tickets and a parking pass for uh, Universal Orlando and qualified for the grand par- prize of four of the one-day two-park uh, passes and a parking pass. And, of course, we just told you about the uh, Universal City Walk, the Red Coconut Club, and also uh, Universal uh, 360, UniversalOrlando.com. Don't just take a break. We'll come back. I guess Lester Big Hands, one of the heretics, is here with a big announcement. And there's a lot of news that we haven't even gotten to yet. we got a lot of audio still that we've been sitting on. So we'll get to all of that next, kicking off Hour 4 on a Monday night in the hideout. Row Radio 104.1. Here we go, Hour 4, Monday night, the hideout, Row Radio 104.1, J-Dubs. 407-916-1041, triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. You see this thing where I guess the president dropped the F-bomb, he didn't know he was on mic? When? It's today. Yesterday. I know he, uh, is that the, the same story where he did the S-bomb too? Oh, that was the F-bomb, he was, uh, talking to Blair. He dropped an S2 sometime this weekend. Maybe it's the same. Maybe I'm just getting it wrong. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I was listening to Burke's show, and he said it was an F-bomb. Anybody know the details on this one? 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Yeah, I guess he had no idea that he was on the, uh, like his mic was still on. <laughs> There's kind of, someone not... should have find him. Yeah, I know, right? If there's even a slip-up, it doesn't matter. Yeah, i I'm, I, I got to find out what exactly the story is on this. It hasn't made a whole lot of news. Nah, it's not really that big of a deal. He's an adult. You can right. drop a... It was an S-bomb. Then. Okay. I'm getting that word from Chunks. <laughs> a very reliable source, Chunks. Oh, okay. He said this blank in Syriana has to stop. Syriana, I mean Syria. Like Syriana's a real place. Um, He's right, though, yeah. I guess. I, I mean, mean, whatever. It's not like he was talking about, you know, I, I'm not even going to get into details. Uh, <laughs> there's no really reason to. No, but he, he wasn't talking about anything wrong, really. Uh-huh. He was actually describing something that is true. And he's an adult. People are allowed to swear. That's what I'm saying, man. That's it's why, not that big of a deal. That's why I don't understand yeah. this whole fake mess about them being against swearing. I mean, who cares? The president swears, for God's sake. He's swearing, talking to another it's not like, head of state. You know, people say, don't smoke crack. You'll never be able to become president or hold a good job. Uh, I mean, that, that's not true either. But, uh, you know, it, swearing does not hold you back from doing anything. Who would have thought a cheerleader could be president? Yeah, exactly. We this guy's a wrong. swearing cheerleader. Who would have thought a guy who traded away Sammy Sosa could have been president? <laughs> For Harold freaking Baines. Good trade. Sammy Sosa and Wilson Alvarez. I still remember that. Oh, you moron. Baines what is, is good. <laughs> no. Sammy Sosa's never won a ring. Baines was 40-something. Dude, we would have had an outfield of Ruben Sierra, Sammy Sosa... And Juan Gonzalez. Back in the early 90s, that would have been awesome. And Rafael Palmero, a little bit later. In left field, Pudge behind the plate. Oh, ridiculous. Too bad it didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) 
Snow bitch. So I saw that. Then a man was killed in an argument during a Scrabble game. (laughs) (laughs) It was an argument that led to the man being bashed at least 40 times with a baseball bat. Wow. And stabbed five times in the back. It does annoy you when people try to spell words that aren't there, though. That's not a word. Quizabob. That's not a word. I don't try to nope, put the Q and the Z in together. That's a proper name. You know, isn't a quiz was a big score or anything? Always trying to get the double blanks too. You know? Oh yeah. But uh, I've actually had this happen before. There's a there's a you leg- kill someone over Scrabble. No, but there's a legend. Scrabble fights happen in my family all the time. My dad and my aunt didn't talk for, I want to say, six months because my dad was about to lose, and he hit the the table. And my my aunt was so pissed. Sam's uh, mom. Oh, I would be too. I hate it when people do that. One time, I was uh, me and my uh, friend were playing, or actually my cousin were playing Rampage, and we were doing a two-player thing. We were almost uh, ready to defeat the uh, the the country, and uh, he's like, "I'm I'm bored of this game," and presses reset. (laughs) So I get up and I shove him, and he goes flying right into the corner of a wall and separates his shoulder (laughs) over Rampage. Well, that happened with us. We used to have Stupid this Lizzie. baseball stars and Nintendo. Mm-hmm. We used to have this thing of we would uh, everyone in the neighborhood would build their own team and we'd play like tournaments. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And play each other to see who got the, who was the best. And I'm telling you, this one kid lost, hits reset, screws up, loses the whole, like everything that we've been working on all oh. summer. He got an ass whooping beyond ass whoopings. Just because he was cheating and he didn't want to lose. I don't know how many times I've broke a controller over RBI baseball when the guy's running so slow at the base and he gets thrown out. I just will pick up the controller and chuck it against the wall. Shatters. One of the very first or one of the original uh, baseball games on um, Nintendo, it wasn't quite RBI baseball. It was another one. Mm Mm-hmm. And the, they could not throw it. Like I hated when they could not when they throw it and it wouldn't reach first base. Or when you press and it would bounce and then roll to first base. Or when you press up and aim, it's supposed to go to second, but for some reason it goes to first. Oh, that was always that was one of those things that would make you go insane. I remember that so uh, so vividly. But so this guy and then I. <laughs> About a year ago, I'm playing with my aunt, again, Sam's mom, mm-hmm. and we're playing Scrabble, and I challenged her on something. This is a woman who raised me, literally turned mean and <laughs> rabid like I had never seen. But like, I was taken aback. I was like, this is a whole side I've never seen you before. She goes, that's right, it's Scrabble. I'm like, Scrabble, bitch. I'm like, what does that mean? What are we doing? We're just, we're just playing. Come on. You gotta have a little bit people, more. People take their board games very seriously. Why already? It doesn't matter. And that's why they cheated them. You would think that a, a board game would be the last thing you should cheat during, but every time you'll be, you'll be uh, pocketing some of the uh, the money if you're the banker. You'll be, you know. Oh, dude, I used to do that all the time. It, 
if uh, someone goes to the bathroom, you'll roll, and then you'll flip it to the numbers you want and say, yeah, I, I rolled while you're gone. Here's what I got. I'll do that. <laughs> when my chick and I are playing World Cup soccer on PSP, uh, PS2, um, like after I score a goal, it's on soccer, the other team gets, you know, they get to kick it from midfield, and she'll just be standing there. I don't know what she's thinking about or what she's doing, just in la-la land. And eventually it kicks for himself, but it, like it's in play, but she still isn't moving. So I just go steal the ball and run all the way down and score another goal. And yet she's still staring. I don't know if she's staring at the VCR or at the ants or what. But then I go and I score again. And I'm like, you should have been paying attention. I'll even snap at her. I'm like, come on, if we're going to play, you got to throw it in. you got to throw it in. Let's go. And, not, and But then she'll get pissed when I sit there and I look at the instant replay of my goal. I'm like, hold on, we haven't seen the above angle yet. See, you got a cost no instant replay when you play those games. Yeah. Because you hate the ass that, oh, I just got a dunk, I got to watch it. And then and then they're watching, wow, it's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, and you're, uh, and you're pressing start, like, ah, damn it. And it can only be uh, fast forward through yeah. by the person who does it. Oops, sorry about that. <laughs> Wait, here's another angle. I know, look at that. Oh, man, that was a great move. Did you see how it went just right around you? What was your goalie thinking? I don't think that's even legal in the game. Wow. They can't I, do that in real life. I love when I'm playing Madden and I actually get mad at the players and I'll like, substitute them for like, yeah. the lowest player. I'm like, Dan Orlovsky's better than you, you son of a bitch. Sometimes he is. No, he's never. Now I throw four more interceptions and I'm pissed. All right, Big Hands, Heretic is in here with some big news. What you got, Big Hands? Yes, it has come to uh, the Big Hands' attention that we have a whore in our midst. <laughs> A whore. There is a whore in our midst of the hideout heretics. Oh, All right. Oh, right. Do I need to worry about slander, libel, or there anything? There is no slander when it comes fr- from the whore's mouth. Oh, boy. Oh, no. I did, I, which was, uh, which was uh, very hard to hear because she was in the midst okay, of eating something. Okay, yeah. Oh, man. She's like, always eating something. Napier, Babies. Way behind, Napier. Is this Big Hands rapping? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Timbaland and... and uh, I thought this is Big Hands. Yeah, well, it sounds the same. What? Uh, nothing. <laughs> what? All right, so Big Hands, what did you want to bring to the attention of the yes, hideout uh, here? Saturday at the uh, hideout Heretic little basketball tournament. Yes, the uh, the hideout, uh, the Heretic basketball. That was yes, great. More loved to have a great time. After everyone left, uh, a little birdie. Well, I would say Big Bird. Yeah. Big Bird came and... Dropped a load on me about uh, a yeah. heretic name, Angel Jenny. Oh, oh come on. Hasn't she caught enough? What is there to say? Oh, well, uh, what has she caught? <laughs> Apparently, she caught a 6'9 spick in her. Oh. A spick, oh, wow. as it were. <laughs> Did you hate those? I had to dump that. Oh, jeez. I had to dump that. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> go on, Lester. Oh, go on. No, no, hold on. Wait a second. Wait a second. I'm interested. Oh, yeah. All right, so Big Hands is here with some... I feel like we've given the girl enough hell, Big Hands. Why should we give her... I mean, you know what? Oh, hold on, hold on. Wait till we have dump. Yes, sir. I'll give you the uh, okay. Yes, sir. I think... Uh, let me explain. Uh, she's a... 
She's a nice girl who enjoys the hideout. <laughs> no, she ain't. No, she isn't. She's doing the company not. of the what, hideout here. Well, hold on, hold on. What's the no, she ain't? That was uh-uh. black coming out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I corrected it with the white and said isn't. <laughs> Is that good enough for you, sir? But you're still snapping your fingers. <laughs> I see it rolling. Yeah. Squirrel. What? All right, people are saying I love the internet stream. We're good. Meow. Uh... I don't. I don't feel right putting her business out there. It's enough already. Oh, but she's telling everybody. If she's volunteering the information, well, it's up to she me to be can the call. Reporter. Here's the thing. She can call in and say it. She's online right now. Let me see. Hey. If, let me see if she wants to uh, call in. Hypothetically, all this happened. Yeah, allegedly. That makes, allegedly. Hmm. That makes it better. And apparently, she's not very odoriferous. Stop. <laughs> We already went over that, <laughs> unfortunately. You smell like roses. Mm. In a pile of something. Is that <laughs> Dead lobster. <laughs> she has a war following her around. Oh, y'all behave. Sea lions. Arp, 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 arp. She got a pirate on, on speed dial. <laughs> Listen to this. Shamu, can I come over? <laughs> What are you doing? Let's see him over there. Like he's sitting, oh, 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 sitting oh on his front porch. No, Flipper. No. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is fun for me. I walked by and a halibut fell on <laughs> Behave, dude. Listen to me. Listen. I'm going to give you a little lesson, Matt. you got to have some class. Uh-huh. I'm just it's helping out. Class is out. All right. Here we go. Here's Angel Jenny. Oh, come on, oh, sweetie. I was, trying to, I was trying to give you an out to, to not have to participate. It's, it's just Matt's got a small wee-wee. Oh, <laughs> You know, I was throwing the first time. <laughs> something before. It sounds like her. Yeah, she says she got a real, she got a real fat Mm-mm. utility uh, bill. Yeah. <laughs> Anti-Matt. Man, I say left the big ants has to be the official heretic newsman. Thank you, bro. All right, that is true. He does have all the heretic gossip. He has the dirt. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Don. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to set you up. Give me your softball. <laughs> no. Wow, that's pretty horrible. No. I was an idiot. Where's my pen? Does she not want to go on the air? Uh, she won't return my I am. Oh, I love her. No, you don't. You shut it. <laughs> well, I'm the third one in line to love her. She is, <laughs> she is the uh, ex-girlfriend of Matt Albert. Listen, if anyone who was up at the open door went out afterwards, they probably all know that she has her eye on another heretic. Matt, how did, does that make you feel okay? Lurch. I wasn't paying attention for most of the time. All right, so you don't really care. You don't care? Go ahead, have it. Oh, everyone else has. <laughs> oh, stop. Oh. No, they haven't. It's like a buffet. <laughs> Here's what's interesting. A rotten buffet. Staying away from, staying away from her. Oh. But I have noticed that this certain heretic likes to kind of go after Matt Albert's oh. seconds. Mm. 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 This has happened now with uh, the X and also Jailbait. Yeah. Mm. Which, by the way, whatever, good for him. Yeah, yeah I mean, should stay with the first one. Yeah. She was, uh, she was okay. the top choice. All right. Really? Yeah. I think you've forgotten how Just awful Jailbait was. Yeah, well, you, have you, you weren't around the other one. 
enough to actually hear her talk. Well, Ooh. she's still around. Well, the other one was kind of kind of attractive. I wonder if a shark knock on Angel Diddy's door every day. Stop, 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 stop. I'm so hungry. Stop. <laughs> evil, awful people. Is this what you had to come up here for, just to run down a fellow heretic? I'm not running her down. I'm building her up. I'm building her self-esteem. Come on, baby. All right, hold on. we got to go to this person. Claudette in the 407. So I hear Matt Albert single now. That's right, Claudette. I was possibly looking for a date. And what do you look like, Claudette? I'm about 5'2", and uh, my breasts are 36 double D, and they're twice as long as they are wide. <laughs> That's hot. Uh, how's your I've eye? actually can and have tied them in a knot before. <laughs> now, here's the thing, uh, Matt. <laughs> Claudette seems to fit the description of all your previous. True. <laughs> you see, I actually used to be a model for Philip Morris back in 72, but they only paid me in cigarettes and schnapps, so now I just work at the Waffle House. Now, do you uh, do you uh, have hair gel in? Yeah. Can you give me some water if we ever go out in the day? Because <laughs> <laughs> I get very... <laughs> I guess that was Napier doing it. He got flustered. <laughs> that was Napier doing it. He got over, though. It was yeah, fun. Yeah. He yeah. actually did well. I like it. Bobby Hill in 420. Hey, guys. Uh, I actually have some uh, inside information if you want some. jeez. Oh, what? Angel Jenny has no taint. Sorry, no. 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 Did you jump in? It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. I get the tie-in. Ah, I do, too. Painted Love, Marilyn Manson. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Hey, speaking of dates gone bad. Yeah? As I hurry to change the subject from Matt Albert's ex. Matt sent me a story. And I was just thinking about how awful his audio quality is. So I'm hoping uh, this it, is better. it works out. I had somebody go get a, the story for me. I asked for it forever ago. It was printing out. And I don't see it. Does Matt know it? Um, This is about a Jewish dating system. Uh, get- yeah, jdate.com. It's, uh, it's all Jewish people, you know, Jewish singles. And uh, this guy, Darren apparently went on a couple of dates with this chick and uh you know i guess he thought it was going well and she never called him back for like two weeks and uh he started calling her and saying he wanted a refund for the second date <laughs> and uh just playing in every stereotype all right i have the audio dubs and it looks like it's the same crappy audio let's try it next message sent today at ten zero three a.m Hey, Joan, Darren. Okay, I was hoping you were going to do the right thing here. Uh, you know, disappointed, but I'm hoping you're going to turn around and do the right thing because I don't want to really keep calling you and emailing you and, you know, issuing you a summons, but it's your call for $50. Um, you know, I suggest you do the right thing. You ate food, you drank the wine, you said you were going to call, you never called, it's been two and a half weeks, so what do you want me to do? No way this is real. This cannot be real. It's too stereotypical to be true. Matt, where did you find this? Break.com again. They have good stuff. 
Yeah, it's good, but is it real? Yeah. It happens. People are cheap. You know, it's an advantage as far as I can see. And so, you know what, policy, it's, you know, first beat, you go Dutch, you said you wanted to go out a second time, so I picked up the bill. End of story. But you never called me back after two and a half weeks. So, I'm asking for the money, and so I'm hoping you're going to do the right thing. So be a mensch. And the next time you go around dating, you know, you know, be careful because don't leave guys on, which is what you did with me. Um, so anyway, all that is on the wayside. This is just business. And fifty dollars, please put it in the mail. And we're done. You never have to hear from me again. Otherwise, I'm just going to, you know, keep on top of this. And I don't think you want me to keep on top of this. Your call. Don't be cheap here. Numbers. Get it done. Drop it in the mail. And say sayonara. I would take the dude. I, what's with the do the right thing thing? I guess that, that she just used him for the food and wine. Yeah, but you hear he just keeps repeating, do the right thing, do the right thing. I guess he believes the right thing is send the money back for some reason. He's got a speaker up to his head. He <laughs> just thinks he's ready to Raheem. I miss Alan Linewand. I yeah. don't know why. <laughs> that brings me right back to him. Sitting in hey, Alan's Cameron. office at WJFK. Alan and Cameron. Oh, boy. Um, I, I guess this is the second call. What is this one? I guess he's tired of hiding behind... She's tired of her... He's tired of her hiding behind emails, because I guess she's sending them to him after he calls. And uh, I'm not... She just, she just doesn't want to talk to him, I guess. Okay, all right. Next message. And by the way, let's think about this, too. Yeah, we're kind of goofing a little bit, and I don't know if it's playing off a Jewish stereotype. Mm. But could you imagine if more guys did this? And if you made the expectation right up front, we're going out, I'm going to drop 60 on you at uh, the Cheesecake Factory. We're going to go eat. That's, uh, we're going to go to the movies. That's going to be another 20, 25 here, here's the thing, though. It and was, all it could be a hundred bucks. What does that get me? It, it's only the second date, though. So I mean, she doesn't know if she likes you yet. Then we go Dutch. Hey, a lot of people are into that, and, that, and that's fine. That's one of the ways things have changed. But that's... once you drop down the money and pay for it, you're out. You can't ask for it back. Yes, you can. That's totally, totally reasonable. I, and Matt, and Matt's not bitten. He's for real. He has gone Dutch, and he only goes Dutch, I think. If you want to get out of the relationship, well, you got to pay for part of the relationship. You have to pay for the money I spent on you. It's just like when you think about it, it's just like a divorce. We got to give half, half your money. Give the gifts back, too. If I give you gifts, we split up, give me the gifts back. If I get you a bracelet, you give me that bracelet back. You got it out of a quarter machine. Let it be. Whatever. I don't care. I want it back. Your jelly bracelet. If I bought you a jelly bean, I want it back. Well, that's not going to be possible. All right, here's Buy the second call, Dubs. Next message sent today at 2.35 p.m. Hey, Joe, this is Darren. Uh, I want to follow up on my email to you. 
So he took up the bill in good faith. It doesn't sound like she ran out. It seems like he ponied up, paid the money, and then uh, after the date was over, she let him on thinking uh, he's got a future. So he's just going to plunk down the cash and pay for it so she can just have a free meal. You really are on the side of this guy. Yes. I I don't agree going to the lawyers, but if if you have to to get the money, go for it. I wish this would end up on the people's court. It would be interesting to watch. Or Judge Joe Brown or something like that. Judge Mathis. Alright. Texas Justice. I just got up the phone with the general manager of China Grill. I asked the person to reach out to you directly, um, and you can just, you know, take it as you wish. If you want to settle the matter directly with China Grill, um, and tell us what you share. Okay, this guy's This off. is off of J-Date, a Jewish <laughs> meeting place, and this guy is calling, trying to get his money back on a date from a chick. He called the restaurant and had them split the bill. Oh. He called the restaurant to have them split the bill. This guy is insane. I think he's on the right track. You know, if he's that worried about the money and everything, yeah, you're putting that much time and effort into it, it's not worth the 50 bucks. 
Could you imagine how scared this chick is now? I and, and how relieved she is. And I would pay the fifty dollars just to have him not mess with me anymore. I would love it. I would sit there laughing at this guy the whole time. Um, and so, so if you share, just tell the best way to go. Um, so the person will be calling you up hopefully, you know, by the end of the day today. Uh, you can take a proactive approach and call them up directly if you choose to. I would encourage you to do that. Um, and just get this matter solved. Um, you know, if it's not a solved, as I said, I'm going to be issuing the summons. I don't care if it's fake or not. I love it. I'm just in thrall. I'm like, I'm I don't think it's this. fake. I'm all over this. Does he not have a good point, though? If Should we call the China girl and ask if this actually happened? I'm not sure which China girl. I'm guessing New York. <laughs> I'll just go with it. Manhattan? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Upper, Long Island, maybe? Upper East Side? Um, it can't get anywhere, so... Obviously, you know, it's a Jewish thing. How they can do balls and cords. <laughs> He's a big fan of Spike Lee. Mm -hmm. He's hammering home the point, the, the uh, points of his conversation. He thinks it's the right thing, so he's just telling her over and over again. Okay, China, right. China Grill um, got $5 bills, dollar sign, so I guess it's expensive. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I would assume it's out of 5 maybe it's out of 10 so it's medium. Chinese, Pan-Asian, Pacific Rim. Food, Ew. 52 West, 53rd, uh, 53rd Street, New York. At six, It's 53rd and 6th. Open table reservation. Do you guys call them and see if it's real? Get them on the phone? I'll call them. All right, thanks, Tommy. Hey, if they're still open. Here's a... Oh, please, it's New York. They're just... People are just now eating. It's not uh, Altamont Springs. <laughs> they're, trust me, the China girl's open. Um... Here is, I guess, the call to the China Grill. Or the call, call from the China Grill. Yeah. I don't know. Is that what it is? Call from the China Grill. To the chick? Yeah. End of message sent today at 3.33 p.m. Hi, uh, Dwayne, this is Charles GM at China Grill. I understand there was a discrepancy with the bill today that we want to split it between you and your friend Darren. If you could call me back, I greatly oh. appreciate it, and we'll get this all settled in future. This is going way too far. <laughs> This guy is ridiculous. It has to be real. He has results, though. Yeah, no one thinks it through this much to make this fake. What is the video on Break.com? What does it show? Just the answering machine? No, it's just, you know, the, words. the logo of Break.com. Because there's no... There's no subtitles or anything. Oh, yeah. it's just the audio? It's just the audio. I mean, he got what he wanted. I don't see anything wrong with it. It's a hideout rule radio 104.1. Again, I guess this is the guy who was on... How do you know he was on jdate.com? That's what it said, jdate.com. 
It's a huge site for Jewish singles. Yeah, that that site's all over the place. I'd never heard of it no, before. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge site. So, guys, <laughs> this is so wrong on so many levels. This it, is confirming I, so many people's suspicions. Exactly. <laughs> why would you? Why? <laughs> that and all of us eating fried chicken in the green room. Oh, boy. Why would you feed into the stereotype to this degree and open yourself up to it like this? I just called the one that I gave you in Manhattan, and it was a hostess, but she's like, well, I've never heard of that happening, but I'm not saying it didn't, but I've never personally heard of it. All right. Thank you, Tommy Bateman. I believe it. I believe it, too. Is that is that make us racist? That we're, we're what are we we're going just on? so quick to believe it. What are we going on? We're strictly going on to the fact that it's a Jewish guy. You can hear a fountain of change in the background. <laughs> <laughs> He's just tossing his hand. I'll take payments. I, can I replay this? Is the audio too grating for you? Or do you mind? No, it's fine. Okay, I want to play the third one again when he talks about contacting the place to split the bill. It's sorry for any inconvenience. This is Sam. Uh, I just put up the phone with the general manager of China Grill. I get the person to reach out to you directly, um, and you can just, you know, take it as you wish. If you want to settle the matter directly with China Grill um, and pay for it your share, it's probably the best way to go. Um, so the person will be calling you up hopefully, you know, by the end of the day today. Uh, you can take a proactive approach and call them up directly. If you choose to, I would encourage you to do that um, and just get this matter solved. Um, you know, if this is not a solved, as I said, I'm going to be issuing the summons um, if you can't get anywhere. So, obviously, you know, this doesn't benefit anyone. It's your call. And uh, sorry you're upset, but, you know, it is what it is. It's your decision at this point. So, um, you know, obviously, I'm going to go forward. So, hopefully, you can clear the matter up and just talk with And it's your call. This is a chick you went on a date with. Because uh, I want to put my money where your mouth was going if it was going to be. So, uh, tripped all over that joke. Alan? Jesus Christ. I know you were focusing more on the accent. That's yeah. all right. That's all right. I need to quit that. You're I'm terrible at it. Can't all be the best. Oh, boy. What a douchebag. Well, that was awesome, uh, Matt. And so you really believe this guy's a hero? Yeah, well, you know, if she let him on for that long and not called him back and just, you know, didn't give a reason. But it's two weeks ago. Let it go, brother. Move it on. She owes him $50. That's how I see it. To make him holler? Yeah. All right, we had a couple girls here. I forgot we got some women here. Yeah, why don't we uh, get a little reaction from them? Let me hear massage therapist Kimmy. What do you think, sweetie? Get off that cool phone of yours and talk like a woman. Sorry. Go ahead. What? I don't. I don't think that uh, that he's right at all. 
If it's if you guys are Point going it. out and he pays, then he pays. Whatever he's done, he's out of the money. Period. What do you do? You Sorry think, about you. Do you think that he should establish something up front to say, hey? If he doesn't want to foot the entire bill, then yes. If yeah, he's I not going to pay for you. If if there was some kind of thing beforehand where he said, hey, if uh, we don't work out here, you're going to pay me back. Sorry. Could you imagine if someone stepped to you with that and you'd be like? Say what? I'll just save you. Uh, let's not do this then. How about that? There you go. I think I would. That'll work. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. You know. Just Here's to... gonna be the situation. We're gonna go to Steak and Shake. Uh, if it doesn't work out in a couple weeks, I'm gonna need the 763 back from you. <laughs> and I'm gonna make fun of you on air. So. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got our buddy Bobo on the line. Bobo. Hey, how you doing? What's hey, up, Bobo? Brother. Hideout Heretic P15059. Nice. What's up, Bobo? And I'm begging, pleading you, stop the madness. On behalf of all Jewish people everywhere, stop the madness. See, I was going to say, Bobo, I mean, how do you feel? That's like me reading that a Mexican stabbed somebody. I'm like, oh, man, no. They're looking, they're looking for flannel. Right. My skin is crawling. I want to rip my ears off and eat them. And I have one question. Uh -huh. Why is Matt Albert on a Jewish single site? Is he looking for nose? He's looking for a nice Jap, a nice Jewish American, for nose. Jewish American princess. All right, Bobo. Thank you, bro. Okay, love you guys. Love, love you. Too. Oh, man. EJ from the U. Hey, you know what? No reason. What? You know why? Because you killed it. What? I think his, oh, phone, oh, oh, his oh. phone kept cutting. I think he's saying that women killed chivalry. <laughs> and that it's their That fault. is true. And it's a good point, except his phone crapped out. But, you know, yeah, when you think about it, but I mean, I don't know if, you, if anyone would ever really stick to the level. Who really stoops to the level of asking for that back? <laughs> All right, hold on. I'm seeing Tommy raise his hand, Matt. I was telling you to break. <laughs> sure. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout, wrapping it up. On a Monday night, 407-916-1041, star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. There's so many people in here in the big studio, Dubs. I wanted to change studios, come in here with you guys. Yeah, join the party. Stuck Could in that, an outcast. Stuck in that little old booth. Could be so antisocial. Um, so, Heretic Basketball on... Uh, on sat on a Saturday afternoon was fun. Mm-hmm. Dubs, you gonna come out and play, dude? I will one of these days, but I didn't wake up till about one. Oh, uh, we were all dehydrated and almost passing out by that point. <laughs> yeah. Saturday mornings, I well, any morning, I usually don't wake up till about one one thirty. Right. We uh we all got together. Let me see. Here are the uh who are the players that did really well. Uh, EJ from the U is pretty good. Not as good as I thought he'd be, but I think he was rusty. Garrett from Irrational, the band, that guy's good. Yeah, well, we saw him play at the... Uh, well, the he shot free throws, yeah. but... He, I mean, you can see he had form and everything. He's got skills. Heretic Ivan, the big guy who was brought up earlier, <laughs> um, who specializes in Matt Albert's seconds, is, <laughs> is a baller. I mean, he's 6'9", and he can he shoot. He sure is. All right. Mm -hmm. And he can shoot. And uh, we got the pictures of that on hideoutheretics.net. And if Big Hands uh, surprised me with his agility out there. I'm telling you, dude, it's a good time. you got to hop in just for the sheer fun. I'll tell you who else impressed. Who? 
This man right across from me wearing the exact same outfit, Mr. Matt Albert. Matt Albert. I lost it. I washed it. Matt? That's what you played in? <laughs> yeah. Let me and now you're wearing it again? I washed it, then. Whatever. Let me tell you this about Matt, dude. He ran two straight games of full court. He um he was the round mound to rebound. Once he figured out, we actually, AJ and I came up with the rule on offense. Don't pass it to Matt. Yeah. Let him rebound it. I'll pass it back. Don't. And Matt would be wide open with the Wild Hawk, who's about 5'5". Five, five. About 5'5", five, five, I don't know, two-something. Yeah. Garden Matt, who's 6'5". We still wouldn't pass Matt the ball because he couldn't catch it. And I didn't want you it. can't I catch like, People would look at me to pass it. I'm like, no. The f- no. first round of rebound? Yeah. Yeah, Oliver Miller out there. So we had to... Uh, we had to figure out other ways for Matt, but he started making free throws. He started making layups. Wow. It was crazy, dude. So this was all out at the park, and I recommend everyone coming out. In fact, it's now mandatory. So, Dubs, I'll see you Saturday. <laughs> C-Lane, Bateman, Napier, and Chunks. <laughs> I thought it was a good bonding experience. I'm sure. We only played for an hour and 45 minutes. Like we talked about earlier, our photographer, Demand. On hideoutheretics.net, he posted the pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just glad he's alive because he literally, he didn't even play. He was just standing out there taking the photos, which looked great. Uh, passed out on the way to his car. That's not a good advertisement for me. Yeah, we got a gazebo, though, now, or yeah, some kind of tent. EJ from the U bought like this huge thing for shade so we can hang out. Oh, awesome. Dude, I'm bringing out a car, drink a little beer. Just hang out. Yeah, that one dehydrate you. No, not at all. Oh, you get drunk so quick when you're outside in the sun. It's going to be such a good time. So, Heretic Basketball, an absolute hit, Jay. What team won? Or did you guys change up a lot? We shot free throws and mixed it up a lot. And then a guy actually just came up to the park to play, and he hopped in. Who's MVP? MVP probably would have to go to the guy the guy who wasn't with us. Phil. Is that his name, Phil? Yeah, I, and I had to guard him at the end of the game, at the last game, and I was already too tired. And I just he was like, like this 6'2 brother who just kind of showed up. We are like, hey, come on in. Mismatch. Yeah, Mismatch. He, he was going at He felt sorry for Matt. He was a nice guy. Yeah. He kept blowing by him. Yeah. So he just started settling for jump shots and doing crazy Jason Williams-type yeah. passes. And still working it out. Yeah. I guess the player of the game, though, or player of the Heretic basketball was probably Heretic Ivan because he had such a... You wanted to pick yourself. I saw it in your eyes. Yeah. No. <laughs> I saw you. Uh, although, although at one point, I was, I uh, my team had seven points, all me, and the other team had Ooh. six. So I was up there. But that or maybe an EJ from the U or something. But it was a very good time, so I recommend all of you guys. It's going to be a Saturday thing now. We've already... I'm even thinking about going and buying us some jerseys. Big Baby Sea Lane didn't show up? Oh, please. we got to switch it to 3 p.m. for that, man. <laughs> no. can't, I can't be doing I don't that. Think I'm on the Sea Lane schedule, which really scares me. Because that <laughs> schedule leads to death. I can already look at it and see that. You know, it's so funny you say that. We were walking back from the bathroom earlier. Mm-hmm. And I go, dude, I'm going to give you a little hit. Uh, I know you don't eat well. I know you don't take care of yourself. For your sake, have some fiber. <laughs> I go, trust me, I'm there now. I'm looking at you. I saw Uncle Buck this weekend. <laughs> you need to start throwing fiber into your diet. Because I can only imagine a consistency of a like dark fudge. Fiber and stairs. 
That'll work out well for you. Yeah, you're all right. Here's the thing, Celine. You are now banned from the elevator. All right. Here at the Clear Channel compound, you have to Sucks. take stairs. <laughs> Sad baby eyes looking at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Napier, how you doing? You okay? I'm all right, man. What's wrong? You look a little down. You seem a little down when the boys busted you on a new phone character. I liked it. You got I, over. I thought it was good. You had like three laughs when people... I, did y'all know it was him the whole time? I'm the only one that did, I think. So that means everybody else in here actually thought it was funny. And I, I figured it was you. I thought it was funny, too. Should have gave up. Yeah, yeah. why did you punch out? Yeah, you just hung up. Should have stuck with it. I went downstairs for a cigarette. Yeah, I know. I see you're depressed, but it, it, got it went over. over. It did well. Yeah. I'm not depressed. I see it in your eyes. Here's the, other, here's the other thing, too. That was our favorite thing. Chunks, for some reason. By the way, your calling tonight was better than Chunks'. I don't know what that crap was Chunks was doing earlier. <laughs> but um, remember when Chunks he used even to call? Even IM means that, hey, I'm calling and take the call. And I, was, <laughs> I didn't want to. I looked up there, and I saw his IM, and everything. I'm like, all right. I don't even remember what it was about. Caller 7 for 104. Oh, good. Yeah. But remember our favorite thing used to be to out chunks? When yeah, whenever you would call him with the voice. <laughs> and then he'd always, he'd always go, I hate you guys. I hate you guys. And hang up. We gotta, I like how automatically Napier just reverted to that. <laughs> just automatically the school Screw you guys. <laughs> Taking my ball and going home. That's what that bitch from the telemarketing call earlier should have done. No, I'm glad it was eight minutes. Here's the thing. I want to go back and listen to it again, but it is eight minutes. I had no problem going through it a few times at home because I had to go through to edit it. Tell you what, tomorrow night let's finish the show with it. All right. Because we did it during the 8 o'clock hour. We always have different different listeners over different parts of the hour. Yeah, we'll do it uh, this time tomorrow. All right, tomorrow. Remember that, Tommy. Don't let me forget. Ooh, Tommy's 20 coming on tomorrow. What's the subject for this list? Top 20 greatest sports stars. You hate sports, you douche. Oh, I no. can't imagine what this one's... It's going to be all Tidore. Even Ken Shamrock's going to be on there. No. There's I'd rather listen to a fat man. There's, no, there's only a few uh, UFC fighters on there. Top 20 sports athletes of all time. By Tommy who, Bateman. Who hates sports. Yeah. Robert Pack going to be on there by any chance. Robert I don't know Pack. What Bimbo about. Coles. All right. Wake up with the monsters in the morning. Shenberg midday. That's literally for me. Shenberg uh, of the midday. Phillips following afternoon. Hey, Oops. I was hit the wrong thing. I'm not used to seeing that one on. Now, hideout's back at seven. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the hideout. Be somebody always talk good. Question everything and stay classy. Thank you to Big Hands, Little Rhonda, and uh, the massage therapist Kimmy who managed to come in. And only use her fingers on her phone, and none of us. <laughs> Thanks, sweetie. Uh, that, that massage got a good. I mean, that uh, phone got a good massage. And though, by so. the way, congratulations to our boy Soft, the Hideout documentary filmmaker. Yeah. And thank you to King Dude. We out, bitch. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. I'm a dirty slut. I'm a dirty slut. I'm a. I'm a dirty slut.